I think we're live. Sweat equity live. You want What's the hotty up? toddy? You want yeah, it? yeah, let's do it. Hi. Toddy, God Almighty, Sweat Equity Podcast, coming to you from Toko Baga Consulting Office, Toko Works. It works. We work. We get shit done. We get poop emoji done. I'm your host, Lost Myth, sitting to my right, squeezed in the middle of a man sandwich. That could go a lot of ways. Uh, We're going with uh, Sam, (laughs) Samantha Gant of uh, Social Alchemy. Let him hear you. Hello, hello. Because this is going to be live, and then I'm going to pull this, and I'm going to put it in audio. Uh, another veteran of the show coming back. He is uh, the nerdy Manny Ramirez. Let's give it up yeah. for uh, 208 Monkeys, Damien Alvazar. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing out there? So, I love it when you do the opening, though. Yeah. 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 It's just fun for me. Well, it's an old football thing. It's an old frat thing. And I'm, I'm, I realized I'm just, I'm just going to be a bro comic. I'm going to be a bro. I just I dealt with it. I'm a bro with gray pubes. That's oh. yeah. I've got three. Wonderful. It makes, count, it makes it, yeah yeah. It hasn't gone. From, they stick it hasn't out. Gone, they stick it, out. It hasn't gone down there for me. Got, yet. It's, 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 yeah. it's here. You know what I mean? And maybe You're not really gray. Oh well, <clears throat> that's what eyeliner's for. It and, makes, and, and it, makes my dick, it makes my oh, dick yeah. look distinguished. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, wonderful. Like George Clooney. She's down with it. So. I wanted to do this because it's kind of a two-year celebration of uh, Tokenbaga Consulting, this this nerd agency. I thought it'd be kind of fun uh, because we're kind of taking Friday off. We're going to do a brunch party on Sunday. I thought it'd be fun to do Facebook Live. If anybody had any nerd questions, any video questions, any social media questions, any just general business questions, we could answer them live on Facebook. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for a while and just figured... Instead of doing, you know, how about this? We can talk about this. Being a perfectionist over just starting stuff, starting to get stuff going. Because I tried to do this live, and I try to get, like, I want to get three experts in. We're going to do it on a Wednesday night. And I try to organize it, and then just shit gets in the way. And I was like, why not today? It's a, it's a good day to be indoors because yeah. it's about 95 degrees outside. In the shade. And it's like, freezing in here. why not just just go ahead and do it, and you you get your licks while you're doing it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's not a question. I mean, no, I mean, it's actually it's because of you that we actually started with the rap party. You know, just putting it out there, even though you know, in video, and we do video, even though we want to perfect it, uh, it's just one of those things that we're just doing on you know, in between time and on time. So we had to just accept the fact that. Dude, sometimes you just gotta put it out there. Well, and I gave you shit last night. You guys were recording last night, so if you go on the, on the rap party video, uh, the video from last night, they record Thursday nights, and I'm giving you shit only out of love. Of course, no, no. I'm sitting there with a, a coffin baby, and I'm bored <laughs> out of my mind, and so I'm just gonna hate and just say, hey, your audio's fucked out, or uh, or their Zoom was I, so far back. It was. It, you have five so people. You guys are like the pregame of uh, football shows, <laughs> where they just keep adding someone to the panel. Yeah, and you know it's like seven and then it's people. Like, it was crazy that we actually were trying to get two more guests on there last night. We're like, we're you like, can't have like a tribe. Why not? Tell me, hey, Law says there's no rules. There's no, there is no rules. All right, then. it's like Outback. There's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying nice like, plug. yeah, that's how I do it. Tampa, what what? Woo! But I'm saying like, it's that thing of. Then you got to look at it, too, and kind of quality control yourself. Of course. And when we give shout-outs to all those interns that were behind the camera at that time, there were none. <laughs> zero. There were zero. There were zero. Okay. It was zero set it and, like, get in front of the camera and just go. 
and then look at it and go, oh, shit, that looks like crap. It's, it's the Ronco it. system. Remember those infomercials? Set it and forget it. Yes. Yeah. No one? Except right. we can't forget it because, unfortunately, it's out there forever now on Facebook. <laughs> and we'll be like, so you guys do video? Like, you guys uh, do video well, production? Listen, it's a lot better when we actually have Yeah. No, well, that's why I'm going to critique y'all more. You guys more. are so good at everything that you do, so. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. I did not pay her to do that, to say that. Well, that, but that's, Maybe a beer. that's why I'm going to critique you more because you're going to be under more scrutiny for the video you're putting out there, course, regardless yeah. of what it is. I mean, y'all just posted a silly, a really silly sketch, and it, it's weird how this is going to come back to y'all in a, it's not, it's going to be a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, putting funny video out there is always good, um, but it, you'll find out, because I get it the same way too, like, oh, well... Are you gonna just do these kind of weird sketches for my company? It's like no, 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 no. This is all. There's a different context for everything. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's one of those things that we're, you know, sometimes you got to be spontaneous. Sometimes the, some of the best ideas are spontaneous ones. But when you have a, a marketing plan and when you want to plan things out, and this is what we we're what you were bringing up. Mm -hmm. There's some things that you do it and you put it out there. Yeah. And it is what it is. And there's some things that you sit there and you plan and you 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 figure out a plan for it and you execute that plan and you do it well. And that's what really I would say we get paid, every one of us in our professions, we get paid to do that, but mm -hmm. in our own personal businesses and our lives, sometimes that's where we get to experiment, we get to have a little fun, we get to try new things out, see how that works, and you know, that happened to be one of those moments where like, fuck it, let's just put it out there and see what happens. <laughs> I, I love it, it's very Tim and Eric, like esoteric kind of comedy, like doesn't make any sense, well, that's the best kind, I think, sometimes, yeah. especially when you're on a Friday afternoon, kind of going through your feed, and you're like, what is this? I'm just going to stop and be like, wait a minute. All right, I need to see that again to really absorb what's happening. Yeah, I, really, I really appreciated the fact that, the, especially Law Understanding Comedy, because he could literally look at something and go like, that's whack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. For, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, like, just the attempt is even good, too. You know, mm -hmm. and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, instead of trying to make a perfectionist thing, like, I have so many projects in the hopper that you just... Uh, <laughs> That you just go, okay, we're going to get to that, but i got to make it better, and i got to make it better. And I'm more of like, just get it up, just get going, and like, just point and shoot, like y'all did last night when you were delirious. Yeah. Garbanzo yeah. beans. Tired and delirious, and that's what we came up with. And so, I'll tell you what, I mean, this is something that we're actually trying to get clients to do, too. Yeah. Just like, hey, you need content. Sometimes you can't just wait on everything being like perfect, yeah. broadcast quality every time. Sometimes you just need to put content out there. Well, and people like to see that, too. Obviously, like, polished you know, production is always ideal, but people like to see also that raw, gritty kind of like real life situation. Well, and what you do, how many, how many, if you were going to give a, a fake ratio, I don't actually expect you to have a ratio number in say, your head. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> of like, here's the polished content that we have to put out there. Uh, like for example, with like right. college hunters or something yeah, yeah. like that. Here's the polished content. And then here's like the, the cameo in the moment type stuff. What would you guess your ratio would be if you had to guess? In terms of, well, I guess the real question is, are you saying like in reaction? You guys are kind of like about it. You guys are on different sides of publishing video in a way, because yeah. she's doing a lot of social media, which is like got to do it right now, get it out. Right. You guys are doing in a whole process of, of yeah, kind of video production, pre-production, that whole. What's What's really interesting is we're trying to meet in the middle and trying to figure out how to do this for clients. You right. know. I think you need that nice mixture though. Like having that good polished content, and it, I think it really depends on the client, like in what industry that they're in, in terms of what would be um, better for them and what kind of reaction they're going to get from their audiences. Right, but law managed. I mean, we were talking about one of uh, one of the clients that you were working with, law, that managed to still be 
he could he was still spontaneous because we were able to give him a quick setup. Mm -hmm. But so he was able to be able to react. He was able to react to current things. So I guess that's that's the thing is that yeah. you have to be able to react to certain current events, especially right. when it comes to social media. Yeah. Oh, well, we can bring him up. That one we can bring up by name. It's uh, Hillsborough Defense, uh, a right. criminal defense attorney. No, it's fine. Yeah. He's cool with it. Uh, some some guys aren't. So I have to be very. Touch and go. That's why I was. Uh, right. I didn't know your no, name, but I was just like, you know. Mm. No, uh, defending the bay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he he's like, I want to talk about. I want. I like Bachelor in Paradise. Do you like that show? I don't know that is. The Bachelor, but in Paradise. Oh no, I'm not into that. He had something that related to to some criminal defense case, and I was like, yeah, go for it. That's that's what this is good for. Like, yeah. we'll set up a studio. You have. We have this podcast as a place to kind of uh, form to speak about whatever. He needs that to just go. He's going to be real tight like a news anchor and just pop in and go, what's up, and then pop back out. Yeah, and it still looks professional Yep. It, to the level of, of, of a lawyer's standard. It's still, it's still clean, still professional, but it can still be oh, spontaneous. To a lawyer's standard, it's way better. Look at law.tv or um, even my buddies over at Crisp Video over in Atlanta. <laughs> Well, I got a, uh, an Auburn friend over there, but um, you know, they're, it's not real. It's not authentic, and I think that's all three of us are trying to get to for a lot of yeah. people. Is you have a brand and what people respond to. Same with comedy, people respond to authenticity. When it's fake and too sugar coated, and there's too many producers in there, it's not good. You get it. it you get like a very watered down it's product. Sterile. It's a, ABC Family or Lifetime. Yeah. You know, kind of program. And, and I think people, especially with everyone putting their stuff out there on Facebook or whatever the case is, um, people can kind of see when it's like, okay, yeah, you, you're, you're really faking it right now. You can see through the bullshit. Basically. Oh, definitely. And, and it, it doesn't really win you any favors when you try to, you know, you could go out, go out there produced and say, look, I'm trying to present a professional message of some sort, and then they, you can accept that and that's okay. Or you can go out there and be like, hey, I'm being social, I'm being myself, I'm being real, I'm coming to you. And that's acceptable, but that me medium, that middle ground where you're produced, but you're pretending to be fake or pretending to be real, that, that, that's that, where that people, like, I don't yeah. think, respond very well. Yeah, we, you need I, to be transparent. Yeah, transparency. I like yeah, yeah, you yeah. need to be. I mean, it, people can see through it. And people are going to have to, uh, on our side, a lot of firms are going to have to deal with that. They're going to have to figure out how to be more transparent because the information starting to get out there about how this really goes and how much cost this really should be and how this should be delivered. And that, yeah. That's been my big thing with the two years we've been doing this firm is like, I know, it's not like I want to keep it a secret because I'm a bad liar. You know, what's the Mark Twain quote? You might have to Google this, but it's like, say. I don't I don't have any problems. I don't tell any lies or something. So, oh, God damn it, I just butchered it. But <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite actor, Val Kilmer, would be uh, devastating uh, about that. <laughs> he's, he's doing a Mark Twain uh, play over there down the street. Really? Really? Yeah, he's playing Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mark Twain. Mark down the street right now. He'll be here in July. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you go to that. Yeah, At the Ebor Improv. You get to the back. You know, I mean, buy tickets for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 my, and my wife is awesome, and she was like, Do you, would you want to see that? And I'm like, man. If I met him at Comic-Con, which he'll be out here, too, mm -hmm. I, I guess he's got a Florida run or Are something. Are we going, like. by the way? I thought we were going to all be yeah, together, maybe. Okay. I'm, I'm out. I've already what? been. I've performed at it. I've, we've Doesn't performed in one of those. Come, like, in a squad? Like... It bums me out. There's so many nerds that are getting ripped off, and they don't know it. 
Uh, that was sad. Don't look at it that way. I've been on the. I've been a performer in there, All which right. is like they paid us zero. Right, so we're gonna go, right? Yeah, yeah you I, guys. Yeah, I go and I have a good time. I actually have a better time taking pictures with other nerds <laughs> and have great costumes. Yeah, I have a good time looking up? at some stuff. I'm not into oh, that stuff. Course, I just, I, I like it. I like the movies. Course, I'm just not into it. You guys are into it. All right. You're gonna go in a Pikachu. I was outfit? just gonna say. Now, where's the fine line between anime and? There's no line. Comedy. Just, just, just do you. Just, I've got a lot it. of Pikachu happening yeah. over here. Pick so. a character, do it. Don't even think about it. Don't even. Oh, no so one. No one cares. All they care about is like, can I take? A, you know, do you look yeah. good? Are you selfie material? Let me. Let me. Let's take. A, are you selfie if, material? If, yeah, that's that's, oh, that's the biggest guys. thing. Like, can I, are you worthy of me taking a picture and posting? Are you gonna help people? Are people gonna like your picture when I take it? You know what I mean? That's that's, that's all they care about. A comment. I know. Well, you guys, happy late National Selfie Day. That was earlier this week. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. That was yeah. a thing. That yeah, a thing. I didn't know either. Today's National Pink Day, too. Can we talk about the fact that every day now is a national something day? Uh, but who's, I don't, who's like claiming I don't either. I know. Well, who's, who's, who's like, hey, today's National Selfie Day? Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. Candy companies. Yes. Clorox. You know, I don't it's know. It's American Gods all over again. It's Mr. World. <laughs> so what, uh, I, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like, it's like... Hey, this is Pancreatic Cancer Week. And well, this like, Sunday huh? is, is National Tokobaga Day, right? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, if everyone else is doing it, we can claim our own so day. So, people, if they're watching, they're in the Tampa Bay area, you want to come to the Bricks in Ebor on Sunday. We're going to be celebrating with mimosas. Maybe we'll get the Mevo camera and just set it up and Why just not? let it roll. Yeah. I don't know. I think people get weird on camera. Man, you know what? It, that thing right there, it, it, most, of, most of you out there probably have never seen what a Mevo camera looks like. If I set that it's up in a so corner, people people know yeah. won't know what the hell it is. Yeah, it just we'll might, try to talk into I'll it. I'll put some tinsel around it or some shit like that. They'll just take it. Oh, yeah, that'll put some beads on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, incognito. don't worry about that thing with tinsel. On it. That lens. <laughs> It'll be incognito. It'll be like it's in disguise. That blinking, that blinking thing that's like <laughs> just got a little bit of uh, like jerry curl tinsel on it. That's that's how I viewed it. I don't know. Yeah. What? Uh, so what? I I want to talk about uh, with Sam. I want to yes. talk. Instagram stories. Oh my I want to. I need to know more about it, and I, I figure why. It at all. So good, even better. I know a little bit. You don't know anything. Lay it on us. Like what? What's going on? What? First off, what's going on with Snapchat and Snap Map? Huh? Yes. Yes. So, not yesterday. I sent you the, the text. day before they came out. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So not yesterday, but the day before, Snapchat announced that they, um, you know, were going to have this new feature, which was basically you can pinch your screen and a map is going to show up. And unless you, like your friends or whatever, like go into ghost mode, you are now going to be able to be tracked as where you are based off of you having Snapchat. And the point of it is so that people aren't lonely. Like I think in like the commercial, well I know, in the commercial that they came out with, basically it's like these two girls, they're done with like dinner or whatever, and they're like, what should we do next? And then they like look through their phone and they're like, well it looks like Bradley's over here doing this. It looks like Sarah's over here doing this. Oh my God, we should go meet up with Sarah. So that's the point behind it. But there is that flip side, which is what you sent me was this, <laughs> like, like basically like a warning post that for parents saying, you know, Snapchat just came out with this, be concerned, you know, your child can be tracked now. Um, so there is that side of it, but that's why they have the ghost mode. What's really cool though is before with Snapchat, you would just see like stories happening around you. Now you can look at that map and if there's something happening, let's say in Yosemite, 
when you're over Yosemite, you're going to be able to click that, and you're going to see all the content coming from there. Now, so so the, the big dis, the the big problem with the kids part is that the default mode is not like a protected mode. It asks mode. no no no. It's very apparent. Like when you first uh -huh. go into the app and like start using that section of it, yeah, it automatically pushes to you saying how do you want to be viewed? How do you like it's it's not automatically like hidden where you have to go through a bunch of settings to find it but uh, right but let's play it like a kid right what do you think most kids are going to do just keep clicking okay 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 right right and so the okay 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 to me is default right right so that means most kids are going to be on this default mode that's trackable I'm not a big like. Well, you know, I'm not a big like concerned person about this stuff. But when I saw that, like I was right like, now, it's I fucked up, on, right? So you are you seeing did me? You, no, because did you update? No, I did not update. So you, you have to do the update. Okay. I don't know. And then, but right, right here, like it knows I'm an eboard, mm -hmm. but I have a little ghost over my face. But this wow. is also now content over in Tampa Heights because I'm clicking that. Yeah, you know, but. But you don't okay. want. So you don't want. It basically, is like Pokemon. Remember when that was out? Yeah, yeah. It's just like Pokemon Go. But. Now your Snapchat's kids are Pokemons? Right. Yeah, you catch them all? Catch them. That's, That's so saying. creepy. It's but like a Jared Fogel darn, tool. Darn creepers always messing things up. Oh. They, they should call it the Fogel. I got to share this piece of information with you guys, though. Um, all right, so lay it down. So Snap Map, you think this is going to have a blowback? You, Snapchat's kind of getting in this weird way where it's like, are they going to be fucking awesome? Or are they, they like, going to die like, out? Right now, right now, it almost felt like it was a little bit of a weird tinder type situation where it's like hey creeper this girl that i've been stalking is right in my area well which is why you know whenever you are utilizing this keep in mind all the different things that could happen if you are discoverable um what i thought was really interesting about this though was snapchat secretly went out and spent anywhere between 250 to 350 million dollars acquiring uh zenly which is a map app um which now they own they're still going to have it operate in its own way just like how facebook bought instagram and is letting instagram still operate as instagram but um i thought that was a very interesting acquisition that many people were like what the fuck yeah this just is crazy it's what you got to do you're basically when you're at the top of the heap you got to start acquiring all the, all, all the little all things like google cool. maps buying buying ways which yep could be Kind of social media in a way, yeah. Because it's connecting a lot of drivers, but so, it also is good for uh, like yeah. you're Dunkin' Donuts and you want some ads. Yeah. Hey, next exit. So, what'll be interesting though is discovering how this could be used for business applications. So I'm looking forward, you know, to exploring it a little bit more and testing out a few things um, because it's once again a new outlet that businesses can harness. I guess businesses harness. could use that. Put a, if I was a hat holding an event, let's say I'm down in the bricks, I'm holding an event, I turn on my Snapchat in there, and I would, any people who might follow the bricks on Snapchat right. might be able to know what kind of events are happening right exactly. around them. So exactly, or even people who aren't, if you do like a paid kind of thing, um, then the people that are around that are looking for things to do will see that they're in that area and the bricks is holding an event. You remember To Catch Predator? Yes. What if To Catch Predator upgraded? started <laughs> using Snapchat. To catch predators, but you know what I mean? They'll be like, hey, look, there's a there's a thing of like innocent schoolgirls in this area uh -huh. right here, right now. And just try to get Chris you know, Hansen pops just, out. Yeah, he just kind of he just pops out and he's like, you know, with his phone, he's like, like so. so what are you doing? <laughs> I thought about you to your post. I thought about Chris Hansen last night. I saw Zemo's on sale at the grocery oh, store. Jesus. 
I was like, Zima. Man, that is going to be the new, like, I just was bringing over Sufjack Zima. <laughs> Internet friend. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I mean, it's creepy. I, I feel like most parents don't have time to keep up with this. Or, like, just... Aren't aware. Just the that brain capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many things can you pay attention to at once? I mean, but realistically, if somebody wants to find you, in this day and age, this small piece of technology that came out, isn't going to make that big of a difference. Like, if somebody really wanted to find your kid, so they could find them don't easily. Panic. No, exactly. I don't think it's something to panic you're, about. Yeah, of course, oh, there are going to be people that freak out. But, so, like, <laughs> you're basically, like, already trackable through so many different ways that if somebody really wanted to, like, I'm the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy who's like, hey, this app wants access to the app. Fuck it. You go ahead. Take it. You, you, you've like, got it already. Fine, you're, 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 I don't read it. It's, it's not a, necessary. It's, well, it, it's a, uh, it's philosophically, it's like a, I heard a, a hardcore Republican talking about that. He's like, I'm not worried about any of this because I'm not doing anything wrong. Well, that's another thing too. So, are you doing something that you should be concerned about? So, I mean, that that's where it breaks down. And then you go, well, I don't need, I don't need stuff following me all the time. All right, so Instagram stories. Okay, so, um, so, Snap, kind of so Snapchat has. All right, you gotta you gotta really dumb this down. I know, I'm going right. to. Because I don't even know that well, and I'm in this world, and I I default to you for these kind of uh, answers. But yeah. Snapchat basically it's a silly app. It's like it's text wanna, messaging with your face. Right. It's cool. I mean, I think it's interesting how the technology is. I think I don't really give a shit about looking like a puppy, but. I, I think the brand stuff is really fun. I look, yeah, the I branding, look, the branding opportunity. I look cute yeah. as a puppy. Though. I've done it for festivals where you can brand a geofence area. Yep. Where it can say. You can do the filters with right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was yep. really cool. Great uh, exposure. I might, um, m- maybe I might do it for this office, but you it's, should. I don't know. Why it's expensive. It's it's really expensive for not a lot of give out. Right. For for a festival, it makes sense. For our office, until I get some kind of mural up here where people want to take a picture in front True. of stuff. Right now. I've, I've, I've failed as an interior decorator. It's okay. We're going to go get you a picnic bench very soon. This will, this white table, <laughs> I fucking hate them. I want them out of here. I want, I'm going to get green felt, that carpet felt stuff. So it looks like grass. Looks like grass. Oh, my God. I'm going right. to go whole can, We're gonna have lantern to do... uh, can lights. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is... Bug juice on tap. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay, but basically, Snapchat and Instagram over the past, like, probably, like, three or four months have been in a more public heated battle, I would call it, Um, because at one point, you know, Facebook did try to acquire Snapchat and they basically said screw off. So now when they bought Instagram, they want to figure out how can we beat out Snapchat? How can we take the technology that they have and make our apps better? Um, So it's been in the news a lot more because people are very obsessed with these two platforms. So what Instagram did a few months ago, um, was come out with a version of Snapchat on their platform. So as you guys probably have seen on Instagram, you have your news feed, but then at the top, there's these little circle face bubbles, and that is that 24-hour content that is there. Now, what brands are doing are, for example, like, uh, like let's say, like Louis Vuitton. They're really, really good at utilizing the stories. Um, they shoot, you know, whatever kind of events that they have going on, it, leading up to it, they will have different graphics that are beautiful, different videos that are beautiful formatted here saying this event's coming up and we're going to be showing everything about it. Whether that be that they hit live and then it is just like how Facebook Live is, but on Instagram and showing the fashion show or doing different photos as they come down the runway. 
Um, and then additionally, of course, they have that forever content that stays on their timeline about it. But to really get that inside look, you got to be tuning in to that 24-hour content that's only going to be there for that long. Facebook now has adapted that too, but not as many people are using it as Instagram. I'm, I'm scared to touch some of those bubbles at the top. I'm like, what? Well, it's so much fun. I, I literally get sucked in. Yeah. I don't want to accidentally, like... You guys are on my bubbles right now. I, yours is yeah, always at the top. Because she's I, always putting something up. Right, right, right. I don't know. She's, she's constant. Yep. So, and then what's great, too, is, like, from a branding perspective, um, like, one of my clients out in Orlando, they have a great following of different people, different demographics. And what's nice is that based off of people viewing it, you have a list of who looked at it. So now I could say, okay, well this type of content really, you know, after looking at, you know, a few of the profiles, seeing what they have in common, saying, okay, predominantly this type of content works for this portion of our audience. So it's a nice way to see, you know, analytics right there and then and what kind of people are reacting to it. So then you can make more content that's for those type of people if you want to target them more. Or you can, on the flip side, say, okay, well, these aren't really the demographics that we're looking for, even though they are following us. Let's right. try something new. So you're going to do one right now? I'm going to do my first yes, do it. story right now. You should now. do a boomerang, though, or a video. I don't, I don't get the boomerangs either. Oh, boomerang. God, I'm but, turning into, like, an old fart. Like, right, so I don't get these boomerangs. <laughs> Booming? Yeah. So this is me. So what that, I, what that's I do, what you do when you hit someone. Me, me here? What do I do? Yep. So what you would do is um, you can either hit your face here. Or you can slide. Oh, wait, yeah. See? Slide to the left. Slide to the left. And then down here, um, so you're going to see this, and you can either hold that down and it'll be a video. Or you could start sliding through, and you could do like your live version. You could do a boomerang. Yeah, get your branding on, dude. You got your branding on. Exactly. Because we're about to boomerang. No, I got to say vertical, right? No, you could do it the other way, too. Will it orient? Well, it'll just, it'll be, it'll be fine. Do Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Because I hate it when I do Facebook the, Live and I do it sideways. This is good for the audio listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, guys. I'm about to, I'm about to do a vertical uh, boomerang, Snapchat thing here. All right, so I'm going to probably just go, I'm going to whip it and whip it back, okay? Whip, All right. Whip. Let me see where the ball is at. Whip. Whip back. Here we All go. All right. Ready? So I gotta you got to be quick. No, you just hit it. Just hit it? Yep. You got to be quick, though. Got it. I'm going to be some motion blur here. So ready? And yep. boom, boom. Wow, that was wild. Let me see what. Holy, nope, that won't work. Too fast. <laughs> so what? Too fast. Too, Too fast. fast. So don't shake it like Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah, I'm Blair Witch. Okay, let's just get all out of here. I'm gonna bring my mic over so that way you guys can continue to. Oh, fuck it. I'm going this Yeah, way. I was gonna say fuck it's so it. much easier. This, this is quite a production. Yeah, right? Here we go. And three, two, make, do something silly. Boss just sitting there. I know. He's just like. Oh, I'm the constant, though. If I'm just sitting there. <laughs> I'm cool with that. You're right? grinning. Yeah. You're like, so what do I put that to my story? Do I save it? What do I do? Hit next. Okay, so then now you, ha well, you have some you have some options here, right? Oh. See. So basically after for those that are just listening, after um you're done, you're gonna see your content. Now there's gonna be a screen at the top um that you can either type something if you wanna put some text with it. If you or you could hit the little sticker thing. Okay, sticker. All right. Now, this is what is also really cool that Instagram just came out with. Okay. So now they're doing stories based off of your ge geolocation. Okay. So you can get exposed to a newer audience than just yours because your content is going to be added to this location story. So if you hit location and then, you know, 
Hit the we bricks. can hit 208 monkeys. No one's looking for us. Go to the bridge. But it knows <laughs> that you're in Tampa. Ah, well, that's fine. So, we're working our way up. No, no, I'm saying, so what'll happen is, and you can shrink it, do whatever you want with it, you know, play with it. But then now you can hit next, and there's also filters you can swipe through. But um, you can just hit your story, and it'll be for anybody and everybody. Or if you just want to talk to certain people about that, okay. then it'll private message them. But I suggest doing that. Put it out there to the world. And hit send. And then if you want to see who's, like, looked at it, so it's posting right now, you would just, like, swipe up. And then it'll start populating. What? Got I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I know. <laughs> I'm cool. You ever seen, seen Guardians 2? I haven't yet. No. Oh my gosh. I'm All an right. old dad man now. You know, you're like, gonna enjoy the hell out of it. Old dad man. I but I've always acted older than I actually am anyway. Like um, I, I I kind of embrace it being an old crab, basically. Just you're like an old crab. Just being a curmudgeon. I kind of like it. Um, I'm just trying to change the title on this. So this is also this podcast is also an experiment oh, while wow. we're doing you got, this. You got some. You got some like cartoon animation. Wow. This is also You know that would have cost money back in the day to do, now that you have it in an app. So what what did that look like before Snapchat, do you think? What do you mean? Doing that? Yeah. Doing the animation? Doing the animation, these, these filters. Oh my god. Okay, listen, back in the day before you had that, yeah. you would have to track the face, you'd have to have yeah. you have to make some actual animation first, track the face, put like different points on the face, track it, and then like render it and all this other stuff. And it'd be like this pain in the ass. Now they're doing it live, and it's like filter, 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 filters. Face tracking has gotten so good. Do you know what is very interesting? Okay, so Snapchat did not realize how big they were going to be, and or like how much they were going to contribute to augmented reality, and like all the things that are coming out. I mean, Facebook during their keynote, um, I don't know what was it like two months ago or so. It is incredible, but really, the camera being that focal point for that augmented reality and how to see things, the possibilities. In the next five years, the whole digital marketing so, range yeah. is going to be completely yeah. different. Yeah. That's the that, thing that got me to Snapchat was the fact that I was looking at the technology and going, holy crap, they're throwing particles and they're tracking faces yep. and doing more solid in real time. And I'm yep. like, that's it's insane. So we, we've got some questions coming in. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list them out. So if you're watching this at your boring ass job right Hi. now. Totally. Don't, we work our ass off, so we don't do. think this is a Friday. This no. is a normal thing. I, this is for the two-year celebration, but I've got some uh, friends. What's your favorite uh, potato salad? Oh. Uh, Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. Uh, Hector, my business partner, his mom makes a fantastic potato salad. Ooh. It's got, like, green olives, and it's got the boiled egg in it, and it's, like, this bomb potato salad. Are we talking about Hector's mom or Hector's salad? Mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hector's mom's potato salad. Yeah. I'm going to be very clear about that. <laughs> I like Publix. Publix? Yeah, they got a good range there. Okay. I, I'm, uh, it's a trick question for me because it's got mayonnaise in it, right? You don't like mayonnaise, do you? I fucking hate mayonnaise. So, oh. sorry. No, I hate to be so the no gator. no salad things then. No macaroni salad. No. I fucking hate mayonnaise. God, I, here's us. the thing. You used to have, eat mayonnaise every day. Bologna yeah. sandwiches, mayonnaise on bologna fries. Bologna sandwich. I don't like bologna. Bologna, hot bologna sandwich, because it's sat in a paper Ew. bag, oh, and then you, and then it's Florida sun. So, so it wasn't the mayonnaise; it was the toxic. <laughs> and one, you ever flip like that on a condiment or something, where you, or some kind of food where you just ate it your whole life, and then you're like, nope, I'm done, I'm out, I can't do it anymore. Nothing. Uh, no, no, I know some alcohol that I've done that with. Yes. Okay. Same, same thing, but yeah. like you're ten. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, PBJs forever. That's all I'm doing. Uh, the other question, a uh, good uh, kind of question in our zone for my my old friend, uh, Lori Roggenkamp, very funny, very funny comedian, buddy of mine. Uh, do hashtags really help reach a wider audience? Now, I'm going to say per platform, it depends. So I'll let you kind of, Sam, I'll let you kind of explain a little bit better. Yeah. And I'll fill in anything else. So um, hashtags are a good way to expose yourself to a new audience, but and on every platform, but every platform has its own etiquette with hashtags. Like Facebook, for example, like it's gonna be more like hashtag, like an event that's happening. Hashtag the area that you're in. Don't sit there and list out a million hashtags because then you look messy. On Instagram, it is, you can put, I believe, up to 15 hashtags in, but you don't really wanna do more than seven. And then also there's certain ways that you can put your hashtags in there. So it's not right in that person's face when they're looking at your post. Mm -hmm. um, but Instagram, probably the best way to be discoverable is geotagging your location and putting in hashtags. So a good strategy I've heard Instagram-wise is, uh, is, there any, is there any theory to doing the post and then doing the first comment So that's afterward? what I do. It, okay. yeah, that's what I do. I, I mean, it's no secret. I'm, I'm not giving no, all I the know. secrets No, 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 out, no, I know. But uh, there's another one I read because sometimes I'll just go on Reddit to kind of, a lot of people give out good information on there as far as like strategies, because it changes all the time. So yeah. you gotta keep up with this stuff. Um, I saw a guy that said his strategy was to find, basically, hold on, let me back up first. Let's explain what a hashtag is. So hashtag used to be a programming thing, right? When you're programming a lot of code, you would put a hashtag keyword. So you could just do control find, you could find where your spot was, if you're working in sublime text, what? Yeah, I'm a fucking nerd. I'm in it. I see um, that. So it, it's programming language. That's what Shadow a lot of people, banning, that's what we need to talk about. Okay. okay. Uh, a lot of people don't know that it comes from that. Mm -hmm. So the idea is, why, why I tell that story is because it's important to realize, like, people hashtag, they don't realize it's for other people to find it. Yes. To use like those keywords. People. Right. Yep. So if you're hashtagging as a punchline to something... Like, you can do that. You can write a joke and write hashtag this. But the more specific it gets, the less it's going to be looked up. Right. <laughs> and, or if it's something like we have Hyde Park in Tampa, but there's a Hyde Park in, in London. England. Right. Yes. And so that Hyde Park is the real Hyde Park. So when you're, you're hashtagging Hyde Park, you're just mixing in. You're just, right. You're just funneling it's into that. It's a stream that. of photos that have something in common coming from all different users. Interesting. Um, and um, before you move on, I just want to ask a quick question because I understand the hashtag. Yeah. Uh, when we when we started doing hashtagging, I started actually adding my hashtags in my comments. Yeah, that's In my good. sentence, not not right. I'm sorry, not in my not in my comments. Because first of all, I thought it was. I remember like I, um, one of those. Uh, I forgot what sitcom I was watching where they where they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like my own thing or I'm going to comment on my own thing, and it used to be considered like corny and lame. So mm -hmm. now you're saying it's actually not corny and lame. To like and comment on your own stuff, and you put more hashtags. Because on, on Instagram, it'll it won't. It'll show. hide it. Yeah, it oh. won't show. It'll hide so that when I mean, like, if somebody goes to comment on your stuff, like if they hit comment, they're gonna see it. But it's a cleaner look for when your friends are like browsing, or the people that are following you are browsing their newsfeed, so they don't just see a giant stack of like it's, it's easier on the eyes. See, not, not typically try to. And here I am. Maybe I'm spending way too much time. So I'm trying to cleverly write my hashtags in. It's like, hey, was here on a 
hashtag production. People do that. Yeah, but the most general thing. I'm trying to incorporate it in there. People like to do it like that too. Read it through and be like, so for for the commercial shoot you just did, I put like digital ads. I put product ads. I put. I heard the strategy from one of the ones I read online that that kind of stuck with me is find these hashtags that are a hundred thousand about a hundred thousand ish yeah so there's a th certain threshold that you try to keep within because like if you're with a hashtag that has like nine million posts like yeah you're gonna be exposed to a lot of people but is it gonna be actually good people in that realm that you really want to be communicating oh, with yeah, or for the biggest post. No. Like, I'll do hashtag yeah, production and then I'm looking you want to go between if it's like a hundred like, people I'm like nah so I I found personal success mm -hmm. within Going from seventy five thousand like like tags of it mm -hmm. upwards to like four hundred five hundred thousand. Once you start getting over that and getting toward the million point, so should I put hashtag Star Wars because I would just never be seen ever. I mean, no, 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 no. You could still do it, but I'm saying be strategic about how many of those you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to mix it up with certain things that are trending in your industry versus just common knowledge about that industry plus, plus there's a limit of how many you can add 15. before 15 before it fades out so you have diminishing returns after that or it just you just look dumb or you're just wasting time so i do so with the lessons learned series we were, were doing on our instagram the toko works at toko works t-o-c-o-w-o-r-k-s on instagram lessons learned was our like little hashtag for that series i didn't care about that it was more of a, a punctuation of the sentence mm -hmm. but the second, the first comment down, I tried to do Tampa, Tampa Bay, Ebor, Ebor City, Tampa Heights, Seminole Heights. I tried to do location-based ones. And then for the ones that were applicable for areas like where people are looking for these kind of things, business coach, business coaching, uh, life coach, that kind of stuff. If it was applicable for that area, I'd put that in there. If it was web dev, I'd put web dev, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, that kind of stuff. Because those kind of developers, they're looking there. And they, I found a bigger return on honor push for a lot of that stuff. All right, cool. So, but what is interesting, um, like... You've got to be consistent, though. Back in March, so, like, hashtags are great. Like, it's a great way to do stuff, but I would not solely... Like, Instagram themselves don't want you to solely rely on that to oh. get returns. So, they started doing something called shadow banning. So, you can be sitting there on your phone and saying... Hashtag this, hashtag that. You hit the hashtag to check to see if it's really in the stream. And it is on your phone. But if you go to somebody else's phone who does not follow you and has never followed you before and they search that hashtag, your picture won't show up because they're shadow banning certain accounts. Interesting. Shadow Whoa. banning. Oh, like banning as in like, you know, you do not show up. You are banned from this From stream. that hashtag stream. And the way that Instagram responded is that it was basically like a glitch in their system. But it's really, they don't want people to be sitting there because they know about the automation third-party systems that are out there that rely on hashtags to automate comments, automate followers, automate, you know, these sorts of things, which they're always trying to beat out, beat out, beat out because they want it to be an authentic, like, good, clean platform, you know, and they want to be transparent. They don't want all that fake, fakeness there. Mm -hmm. So um, by shadow banning... So how would I, how, how do I get how do I get shadow banned? Not that I want to, but how it's do I get shadow It sounds like uh, Batman it's a Begins. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> it's the League of Shadows. I don't have a set. This is how you get shadow banned. Answer for you. It's they're at their office if I looking through things. I myself all the time, and I absolutely have none. 
Well, it doesn't have to do with the. I was wondering, like, if yeah. it doesn't have to do with decollete. Well, I was just wondering if it's if it's if it's something like like obviously this has nothing to do. His posts and his stuff have nothing to do with boobies. So why is he hashtagging it? He is now banned from. I mean, I'm trying, I'm they have their own reasons. I mean, I'm sure that's part of it. I'm okay. sure that's a part of it. But I basically Instagram's response to it was, "Don't worry about hashtags. Just be authentic to storytelling and pre creating good content." So that's that's the moral of all content is create good original content and that you, you give a shit about. Mm -hmm. When you try to game systems, you can do it, but it's short term. Yep. And that's a big thing with like, we we all talk to clients about that. It's like, oh, I need to get this amount of followers. Well, it's like I can get Why you all that. Why do you need to get that? I can get you all those followers, but you're not cultivating uh, brand sure. loyalty. Yep. Yeah. So it's so what's the point? What's what's the point? Of, I can get you those numbers, but. Those metrics don't mean anything unless you're really like, unless you're really cultivating a crowd that gives a shit. I can get you all the Chinese followers you want. Well, and this is what kills me is that I want to know who went out there and said, your business is deemed successful based off of the amount of likes that you have on your page. I, like you said, you it was have. because it used to be the metric. Right. And Comedian, now there's you know, so many bigger and better tools that show that. All comedians you know, do, they rank how many Twitter followers you have. And I'm like, Twitter might be dying. I don't know. Oh, Twitter. Oh, I hate using Twitter right now. It might be dying. Understand. I have it, some clients that really want to push Twitter. I'm like, they don't get it's it. It's good for realtors. I will tell you this. Development organizations, you better Twitter post. is great because there's a lot of realtors there. But Instagram starting to take over that. You better post about nine times a day to be relevant. Oh if you want to follow the best Twitter account, is my buddy Matt Fernandez. His uh, Twitter account is Fat Fernandez. So just replace the M and the F right. in his name. He writes about seven to ten jokes a day because he treats it like, okay, this is the thing I'm going to focus on. I'm a joke writer. This makes sense. I'm going to just focus on that. And that has been, a, it's been a great push for him to show what he can do. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, he's been on Ellen with his tweets because they're so good. Right. I think my favorite was Jimmy Kimmel Live when uh, Michael Strahan was on and he said his teeth look like an eighth grade dance where kids are hanging on either side of the walls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and so I probably butchered that a billion times. But um, but seven to ten times a day, he treats that. Oh, yeah, like no, no, no. And you have to do room. certain, like, retweets. Like. It's, that, yeah, that's tough for a yeah, lot of people. I, I, try, I try doing the Twitter thing, and unfortunately, I don't mind it when I'm watching a show and I'm following along. I'll tweet that. But yeah. otherwise, in the bathroom, doing this. Oh my god, think of this. I don't have that many thoughts to share in a day. The I'm fact that our president's tweeting is really bothering me. To me, I only care about any of these platforms for advertising. Because the advertising on Twitter is not great. Because a third of the accounts are fake. Or robots. So, mm -hmm. to me, that's not good data. LinkedIn, on the other hand, where people go, ugh, I don't like that. To me, the, the data on that is so much more reliable and relevant. Yeah. This, is where, this is where people get really confused on, like, social media and advertising, right? Because you go, who, who's taking a statistics class? No one? Okay. I have. Well, a lot of people have. I didn't have. do very good. But you know, even in the basics, it's about relevant data, it's about reliable data. Yep. Uh, and there's like four other uh, kind of attributes to data. But you look, at, you look at all the data and you go, okay, LinkedIn used to be a joke, but now it's really good. Because LinkedIn's amazing. LinkedIn's amazing. I just did a hiring campaign for a buddy. I know. I remember we were talking about that last Dude, week. Dude, crushes. Were you, were you doing good with so it? So think about this. Instead of, Damien doesn't know about this. So instead of. They keep me in the dark lot of Sorry. It's, it's not a race thing. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so instead of doing a job posting on ZipRecruiter, that's a good tool to like 
hey, we're looking for the best candidate. We want to post on everything. That's tough for small, medium businesses, right? Because you don't have the time to really dedicate to filter all that stuff out. It's good if you're uh, uh, enterprise, car rental, because right. you're just going to have to fill so many slots. doesn't matter in so many cities, so that's fine. But ZipRecruiter is fine for that. LinkedIn hiring is great because you go, I'm looking for these kind of people, this kind of experience, and then it basically procures the right people that they think are looking for work to, to hop around, and you can hit them up and go, hey, I think you should apply for this job, which would be good for y'all. Yeah. Because y'all's skill set is so specific. Like, yeah, you're going to need 3D modelers. You're going to need people that have artistic background. Even in the 3D room, you have the modeler, you have the animator, you have the texture artist. Like, like just in the just getting the one image, you could break that up into, like, five or ten jobs. Same here. I mean, so, uh, online ads, we've talked about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, social media, if you're doing it right, there's eight steps. Online advertising, there's 13. Because a lot of it's reporting and looking at that reporting uh, on both sides. But it, it's kind of that thing of like, um, I want someone who's a badass at reporting and can look at the stats quantitatively and qualitatively. How do I find that person? All right, I definitely need someone who's good at Excel or Access or, or just some kind of tool that they can pull, they can aggregate a lot of stuff to a dashboard and explain it to me, right? Right. Um, so I thought it was fucking awesome because I could go, my buddy's looking for a disability claims specialist. For an insurance, very specific. Very specific, but we gotta think around that, right? So this is why we're good, because you kind of use your brain and go, all right, can I pull from other insurance agencies? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, great. That's where I'm gonna start. And then, too much experience? I don't want that. They're never gonna. They apply. They're never gonna take the job, right? Because there's a sweet spot. Right. I want someone with a little bit of experience, not too much, in the Atlanta area. That's pretty close to the to the office. We only spent like $100 and had 32 really good candidates. Wow. Think about that. 32 very well qualified candidates to look at and not wasting your time on. Right. And I could, you know, this is against, uh, not for him, but it, if he was doing it, it'd be against, I think it would be against price and employment laws, mm -hmm. but the information is voluntarily provided, so it's not breaking any laws. So I could look at it look at what they've been posting and go, mm, I don't think they're the right person. Because if someone looked at my stuff, they'd be like, this guy writes too many jokes on his stuff. Right. Which is good and bad. So, I'm getting like a, an, uh, an employee recruiting boner for this, but <laughs> I've talked to y'all, I'm going to sing it from the heavens. I mean, a bad, a bad hire is negative 300 return on investment. Negative 300%. That's... Think about it. You've, yeah. you've hired people and you're like, fuck, this guy's yeah, this yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, this is not that. the right person. Yeah, we've been there. That's tough. You guys hire people all the time. Human capital is guys. like the hardest yeah. part. Yeah, we do. We hire people, We and, and not just on a, on a, on a long-term basis, but even on short-term basis. I mean, we put crews together for productions all the time. Yeah. And a crew is exactly that. Sometimes it's a bunch of people that you work together with, but most oftentimes there's at least uh, there's a percentage it could be 10%, I mean, out of a crew of, even if it's out of a crew of 10 and it's one guy who's new, you've never worked with them before, but if they're in a key position because of whatever reason, your, your go-to guy was already booked, eek, you know, you're relying on this person to do something. So there is a lot of that 
<laughs> for y'all, it's like, it's like you gotta get these skeleton crews, man. Yeah, and you gotta get skeleton, skeleton crews, and they and they've gotta be able, everyone's gotta be able to pull their weight. Sometimes if they have to, they have to pull a double, you know, because what ends what ends up happening if one person on the crew isn't qualified, then you've got someone else who has to now wear two hats, and that slows down everything, costs money, costs frustration, costs all kind of things. So yeah, I mean, getting the qualified people is yeah, we go through that quite a bit. It's horror stories. I give you so much horror credit. Stories. I give you so much credit. Because you're, 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 you're kind of like us in the sense it's like, all right, who's the best people on the job? You have to flip around and be an operations manager yeah. and go, who's the, best, who's the best people on the job? You have to money ball it. It's all, I'm obsessed with quality cost delivery. Quality cost delivery. It all comes down to that for every project and for everybody you hire within. Yeah. So if I have a car dealership that wants to hire us, right, and then... Uh, I go over to uh, Sam and I go, hey, here's what we can do in this retainer for this. Are you down? Can you handle that? Now, I've already hired her, so I know that it works. I've, I've already subcontracted her company, Social Alchemy. So I know the ins and outs. But if it's a brand new person, I've got to start all over. you got to vet them. Yeah. So, you got to see what their process is, see if it's actually going to align. And trust them on this particular well, job. Well, exactly. And can you trust them with way, that client? Yours video has so much, has so many more variables. I give you so much credit. Thank you. I, luckily, I don't have to take all the credit. I, I know, been, but have, you know what I mean. You have partners, a good, like, good like, partners. Hey, those, those guys did a great job. <laughs> I, I look good doing it. <laughs> I look good doing it. <laughs> I'm stealing your, uh, can I steal this? Where are you at? Life source. No, you've taken your power. Okay. Um, you go. Well, I'm trying to time stamp this as we're going. I know. I was noticing. I like He's it. He's being efficient. Look at that. You're yeah. hired. You're hired. So, well, it, look, it looks like I'm. If you watch on video, it looks like I'm looking down and messing around. But I'm trying to type out some stuff. If anybody has questions and they want to ask them, go ahead. I think we'll keep this train rolling for a little bit. I might talk about myself until you all just. You're gonna have to go. I gotta get out of here. I gotta oh get, no. Oh. Well, I'm having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually... I had a very productive morning, so, you know. Yeah, well, not me. I actually... Oh. Well, that's not that I didn't have a productive morning. I had a lot of other things that I had to take care of. It's, it's, it, for me, it's like there's a split production thing of, here's administrative stuff that has to get taken care of. Right. And then here's production stuff that has to get taken care of. And I got some good administrative stuff, but I still got to get off some production stuff. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm going to be here on the weekend. Sometimes it's better to do that when the phone's not... I was ready. just going to say, more than half the time, I work into the night because... You have to deal with the day-to-day -day interaction with clients and everybody, mm -hmm. and that takes away from you know some of that admin stuff. Yeah. Or that just like sit down or and crank out research. The the that's really not the best time for me to be doing numbers. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I'm a night owl, so numbers at night, yes. Nah, numbers for me gotta be fresh in the morning with a cup, a cup of coffee and some Enya in my ear or something. I mean, something some like, Enya. Oh yeah. Enya out. Timestamp Enya out. Timestamp Enya. Do you know what's so funny about uh, I, like I just have like this memory when I was little in Pennsylvania and my dad playing Enya and I'm like in the hall upstairs we had this weird like balcony thing that opened up into like our like it was weird but basically I'm dancing on the balcony so I tell you what hey you're not the only person I was probably in the other hallway doing the exact same thing just you know to my own version of Enya so it's hey it's just what happens when you hear Enya you know <laughs> and he, I just picture you as a little boy, just like, yeah, just Dude. hanging out. In my I, just picture, I, I was going to say, I picture you in like some fun, like, like onesie pajama outfit. Oh, yeah, I was out in my Batman or my Superman pajamas and rocking to Enya. 
And then, you know, we'd flip it up and then it'd be salsa right afterwards, right? You know? <laughs> so what, what'd y'all go over last night at the Rap Party uh, podcast live yeah. show? What are we calling it? Yeah, what is it called? Is what it a podcast? Is it a live it's, show? It's a, it's, a, it's a live podcast. Is it a web series? It's, I well, think it's a web these series. terms are all like yeah, they're starting to blend together. I think a web series. If I if I was gonna say something that's a web series, I would say that that's something that's scripted. If you're gonna call it a web series, sure, like it's a scripted. TV show almost. Yeah, if you're gonna call it a show, it's something that may have like some. It may yeah, it may have some points, but it's not really scripted, and you kind of just go right. through it. And you you try to have a point. Hit your bullet point. And then a podcast is a podcast. Only this time it's got cameras going. So. It, we do edit it afterwards to get, you know I mean, a little to bit more production. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, for the live audience, it is basically just a podcast. I mean, okay. that's what it is. Cool. It's a podcast that's on camera. Um, last night, actually, we got to talk about some very interesting things. Uh, our sister company, Digital Caviar, who's right, right here through right. the wall over hey there. Hey, guys. Yeah. Um, they were, I got at least one view now. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> I got my first, my, my one view. One, one view confirmed. Um, they were just down in Sarasota uh, shooting because director Kevin Smith was here. Oh, uh, I've heard that name before. Kevin Smith, uh, he just, Erstine Clerks, uh, Jay and Bob. Mallrats. Mallrats. The best. Um, Dogma. Yeah. That's Underrated. crazy. That's why I know him. Chasing the Dogma. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he was just down here in Sarasota shooting um, Film Kilroy, and uh, now it's, it seems like he loved what happened down there so much that he's going to come back in December. He's put it on his. Uh, I'm not saying anything that he hasn't already said on his Facebook Live. So, um, and uh, our sister company was down there. They were running the productions, and Mike Brown, who's one of our uh, hosts on our show, uh, was the unit production manager for the for the film. So That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's I got to meet Kevin Smith. You know, and it's one of these situations where, and I've I mentioned it before. You know, there's sometimes you meet. Celebrities and Kevin Smith is one of those independent filmmakers that I, you know, I look at and I admire because uh, he is uber nerd, yeah, super comic book nerd. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And he has a great big personality. But there's always the chance that when you meet somebody who you see that they might not be like that in person. He was totally that's cool. amazing. Absolutely, I love when cool. it lines up like that. Oh man, it was like, and we geeked out. We talked Avatar. We uh, we heard him we talking about down. yeah yeah, and yeah that, it was, bonding session. Yeah, but he's he was but he was very he motivated the team. He got you know he got everything going, but it was also a great opportunity because we're down at the Ringling School. I was just gonna say, can we, can we talk about that? That's yeah, yeah, amazing, we can that talk facility. about that. Yeah, they're, Ringling, they're, 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 they're telling us about Ringling Circus is done, right? Ringling it's already Circus. bankrupt. Ringling Circus is it's still kind of around. I hate, hate to bring it down. No, no, no. <laughs> Ringling Circus is closed. There's a good chance that they may, you know, come back and do kind of the Cirque du Soleil thing, where it's more performances humans. and humans and yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, I wouldn't count them out. But um, the Ringling College has been cranking out really good students in the arts for yeah. quite a while now, and uh, by them expanding and having the sound stage down there. Um, they're allowing professionals to actually put out professional productions out of their soundstage, and they've been incorporating their students, which are getting like real world. You know, I mean, now now some of these students could say, "Hey, I worked on a Kevin Smith film." Right. What? what? I mean, is, you're not you're not even out of school, and you already got that credit. Well, in your and name. then also, what's great on the flip side is that organizations around Florida get to help educate the future right. of that industry. Right. And Florida struggles so much with um, its film industry because there's sometimes where you know. The, the tax breaks are there, the tax hey, breaks aren't there. We had Dolphin Tail 1 and 2. Oh, God. Pain and Gain. The <laughs> and, Punisher. And Punisher, yeah. Uh, we didn't get the Ben Affleck one here. 
they, they rebuilt Ebor. They rebuilt <laughs> Ebor someplace else. So you got to four. You haven't quite hit five yet. Oh, uh, wait. Ocean. Fast and Furious. Ocean one. In St. Pete. Ocean's third. Ocean's 12? no. Ocean's, Ocean's 11. eleven. At Ocean's the dog Ocean's track. Ocean's eleven had one scene. At the dog track. One scene. Yeah, but one, it was amazing. One scene. Come on. Now. Was it? <laughs> you could have been anywhere. I know. <laughs> it could have been Hollywood Park. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It was. It was genuinely here, but it was one scene. My point being is that Florida, for all of its talent and for all the things that it right. has, Pitbull. Yeah. We keep losing, for example, we used to have, um, oh, a show that was in Miami, Dexter. Yeah. Was oh, yeah. All the exteriors were shot in Miami, but all the interiors were shot in L.A. You're, um, you're where I used to live, in Marina yeah. Del Rey. Burn Notice was, mm-hmm. shot, was all shot in Miami, but then, you know, they moved its stuff over because of, again, tax breaks, stuff like that. Georgia really? and Atlanta. Have been, yeah. I California know that, is also like, eating Georgia. itself on that, too, because, like, Breaking Bad is supposed to be in Riverside, and it's in New, in New Mexico. Yeah. And then all these places... All these people are just going, we're going to go shoot in Vegas or we're going to go shoot in New Mexico yeah. or Canada. Right. And it's like, oh, but it's hopping around, right? Whoever, Whoever's giving the breaks at the moment. Right. So one of the things that, that you know, we're trying to do is uh, ourselves, Digital Caviar, um, Tony from uh, the, the Safety Film Commissioner and people down in Ringling, we're trying to not only just educate that next generation of filmmakers, but give incentives for filmmakers to come down here and show, like show, show the yeah. fact that, yo, we can we can do this. You don't have to fly in a crew from L.A. or New York. We can do this. We've got the talent. We've got the equipment. We've got yeah. the facilities. Well, and it sounds like with this new facility, it's really stepped yeah, up, like, we're what we have available. We can, yeah, we're going to do everything we can to, to improve upon and grow not just the community, but the facilities and do yeah. what we can and, and our part in doing that. And so our show last night was primarily just talking to Mike about his experiences because it's just fun times to be able to sit there and say, look, our people, we what got happened? to work on yeah. this. And, you know, you get, without giving anything away, you get to talk about some of the, again, what are the ups and downs of that particular thing. I mean, we, right. he had, you know, he had these uh, condor things that only move at four miles an hour. They're huge. Had to cross a highway because they parked them across the highway. So oh, my it's, God. Condor? Hear, yeah. It's, it's a condor lift. It's basically a big, huge crane that lifts people up way up in the air so that you can put lights way up in the air outside and... You know, that's how they put the sun out or the moons out in the middle of the night. They bring their own moon. Oh, they had a, really? A My mind is just went... At, at night, there was like another 12 or 14K, which is like 14,000 watt light that they raised 30 feet up in the air to give simulated moonlight from the direction they wanted it to. That's how they do it. Wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so there's and there's been so entire how big, scenes. How big of a production is this? Do you think? Uh, there were sixty people on the crew. Wow. So what? What does that mean? Is that that's uh, that's that a, a small army. That's is that a small sm- army. That's okay. a small army. That is that. That means that you have, um, you know, sixty people. You got, yeah. That's the actors. You, if you think about it, there's only like the director, the producer, and like maybe three or four yes. actors. Yeah. Right? It's a small film with three or four actors. So the other 57 or 50 people yeah, were like working to get support. things going. Yeah. They were putting down tracks and yeah. doing wardrobes and cleaning and oh, moving things and setting up cameras. And just, cool. I mean, yeah, you guys got to come down with these production ways. You have a great time. Yeah. Oh, you mean Kevin Smith, the, one of my favorite directors? Yeah. yeah. I would have. I, yeah, I was sick of shit. Is, all up. Yeah. I would have made it down there. <laughs> yeah. I, I was wondering if. Was he wearing a hockey jersey? In he was wearing Bloody was Christ. In 90 degree weather? Oh, yeah. He was wearing layers. He was still wearing his layers. He, Jesus. I, he, he is in uniform. That is yeah. his uniform. And he was down there. He, first day I saw him, Buddy Christ, his three layers. And if you watch, if you follow him on Facebook, you can see his Facebook Live when he was down there. You see all of our people in the background. Um, but he's like, yo. And he actually went from Sarasota and they did shoot some things in St. Pete. He's like, 
same piece, beautiful. Looks fantastic out here. I'm still wearing four layers. Oh, dying of heat. You know, I'm like, I'm looking at him like, poor Kev, Kev, you need to. No, he did it to himself. Well, just go to Larry the Cable Guy. Wait, 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 wait. Another movie. What? That was shot in Florida. Oh, Spring Breakers. Yes, yeah. yeah. he said same piece. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which Sorry. is like the worst <laughs> we, movie we ever. We so bad. So bad. We, we, That's we not got my your five. There is a handful officially. <laughs> I like kids. That movie is and, fucking And, and I know someone's going to say a comment about more than a handful. No, we want more than a handful uh, of cocoon. films. Okay. <laughs> a cocoon from 1983. Cocoon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so every, once every five years. Brian Dinnigy, guys? Years, okay. No? Once every five yeah. or ten years, we get a film down here. And, I, and that's... There's more stuff actually coming out of Florida, a lot of stuff that comes out of Florida that aren't on the film Hollywood side. But Well, we've talked about it. The internet, the internet kind of, it, it, it's going to lower that entry to barrier, the barrier to entry. It's going to lower that, you, you needed a crew to do that. A lot of it was information. A lot of it was technology. The technology is getting so good, you can shoot a lot of stuff, I mean, with, with no yeah. budget. And still make it look good as long as the content's good. Yeah, that's one of the things that we that we advocate, especially on our show. Uh, we're trying to get young filmmakers to the biggest thing that Steven Spielberg, J.J. Abrams, almost any director, uh, Quentin Tarantino, all of them have all said. Robert Rodriguez is first thing you got to do is say, "Cool, pick up the camera, get your friends involved in front of it, just like shoot this. it, just like yeah, you yeah. just got to do it." And it brings back full like a year from we're now, about. this podcast will look a lot better. Yeah, I guarantee it. Um, so I mean that's and that's. Uh, Rob Rodriguez has what he calls 10-minute film school, and when his first 10-minute film school uh, speech that he talks about, he's like, so you want to be a movie director? All right, cool. Go get some business cards, put your name on it, say movie director. Just now you're a movie director. Now you're there. Now now, now, now you got to write a script and go do your thing. You know what I mean? you got to shoot it. Um, and ultimately, that's one of the main things as far as what we talked about at the beginning is that there's a lot of people out there that want to get involved in different things, creative things and whatnot, but to get into the movie industry is the easiest thing. Pick up your phone. Get your friends to do something in front of it, make it interesting, shoot it, yeah. move on. Um, and the biggest, what was it, uh, your uncle, your your late uncle, yeah. uh, gave uh, the best advice for for camera operation. I, I don't even remember <laughs> what it. Was it. What was it? What was it? I found it when I was driving back from a funeral in Dallas. He just passed away. He's yeah. 70 years old. Uh, that's his movie right there, his positive ID. That's the one that made it uh, big, Andy Anderson. Um, and so he... Um, he, I forget, it was, it was just basics. It it's was, basics. It, it was, you know, turn the camera, so turn the camera on, it. hold it. No, it was basically, I can, I can summarize, because it's like five steps. Turn the camera on, pick your shot, hold it steady for five seconds. You know what I mean? Only five seconds? Before you move, before you do anything. Uh, okay. Hold it steady for five seconds. <laughs> make sure it's in focus, and then when you're done with the camera movement, hold it steady for another five seconds. Yeah. And that's it, pretty and much. Let, it. let them do what they need to do. Yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it wasn't complicated. Really, people overcomplicate certain things. So I could be a movie director. You could totally be a movie director. I mean, you, I, you're a movie director now. As many little clips as you got now, you you practically shot. Well, it's because film. you guys are so much fun, and I need to document. If you take all those seconds together, that becomes a feature. I'm sure you have enough 10 second Snapchats that you could put together How 90 funny minutes. How would that easily. be as like a cool project? Like just like we're getting we're getting there. I mean, it's there's got to be someone. You just put it out there. The universe. Yeah. Someone right now out there will say, you know what? I'm going to do 90 minutes of Snapchat. We've got more people joining as, as we're doing this. The longer we go, the more people are joining. This is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, because we're messing with Facebook Live right now. Essentially, I mean, the Mevo is the director. Yeah, true. Because right it, like, doesn't that just detect whenever, like, somebody's making movement and then it'll, I'm trying to make movement, make movement, and then it's it'll, like, zoom delay. in. Yeah, yeah, I know, it's a little delay. <laughs> there's a five-second delay. 
But isn't that the concept behind it? Is that it's supposed to provide you with different shots based off of movement? Yeah, or it's, can it's you the, talk about that the, a little bit more? It's the Snapchat of movie directing, whereby it's now <laughs> detecting faces because it has face, right. face detection technology in it. It does pick up some directional sound. It actually does start to kind of listen. Okay, this sound's coming from the left. Oh, the sound's I didn't coming from the left. So it does have I a little directional sound. Detection. And it okay. is motion detection on top of okay. that. So I did, I did notice that even if I don't move and I just speak, it, it starts help. to notice that, okay, mouths are moving, sound's coming from this side. So it does oh, kind of do something like that. Yeah, they're they're like not, six bucks. Yeah. Was How it six it? or four? Well, six, right? It's like four for the camera, the boosters, and other two, so six all together. But you could I just could, do it. I convinced them to get it, and they're like, we don't need this. Right I now. remember, I remember, because <laughs> you were like, well, I got a new toy. Yeah, it so, all evened out. I know, we yeah, had yeah. some Facebook I know, money. I was going to say, I remember. Going, I yeah, it works out great. But the idea behind it is that before, you would have to have, right now, to do what this thing is doing, you would have to have a switcher, three cameras, Maybe four, because you have to have one for the wide and one for each of us. All right, I'm going to Snapchat what so it looks like. So four cameras, yeah. a switcher, for some you, guy behind there switching. For you, it's really great because you could do live stream stuff as far as, like, you don't need you don't need an editor as much. And, it. and it's, you know, the phone is great. You still need your phone while you're doing other stuff, too. So this, this is great. Plus, we don't have to live stream it. You can go to Periscope. It, like, it can go to Facebook. Yeah. But you can also just record it. And then just do whatever you want with it afterwards. So for like musicians, it's awesome. Yeah. Because that's I think that's kind of what it was made for. Maybe. Yeah, it was. I mean, they, the they, they promote the marketing. Yeah, has a lot to do with musicians. So. Well, more about Kevin Smith. I mean, we're talking. I was a huge Kevin Smith nerd. I've seen Mallrats thirty times. <laughs> Harper, the whale. Uh, yeah. I, I know. Like even even I, I don't even like Star Wars, and I get the Star Wars references in there. Yeah. Any any other. Tidbits you can any gossip you can tell me about. Tell us everything. Yeah. Tell you everything. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean, I was only there for a day, so full disclosure, I was there for a day. I mean, sure. Uh, when you get Mike on here, you could probably ask him about more things. Tell me, to come over here. Yeah. You wait. Text him. Alright. <laughs> Whoever pees first has to do I really have to pee. Alright, okay. Go, 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 go knock on there and, and then Mike can talk you talk about maybe some garbanzos. Yeah, I'll keep this as a oh, filibuster podcast. Oh, talk about podcast. the garbanzo beans. Garbanzo. We'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> but, um, you know, here's the thing. that Right now they're using things like, Kevin was using things like drones. Yeah. We've got drone pilots. I mean, they, Digital Cavalry over there has their drones. Which, when you had to do a helicopter shot back in the day, imagine that. You had to get a helicopter pilot, F FDA, uh, sky clearance, huge gyro, cameras, and it would cost you thousands of dollars to just get... True a, Lies. Yeah. Another Florida film. You're right, yeah. Yes, one yes, of my, right. used to be my favorite movie. Yeah, that, that, is, that was actually a great movie. I love True Lies. Very underrated. Yeah, it is. It's funny, and Jamie it's Lee a good Curtis, action. First of all, Jamie Lee Curtis... Uh, I know, everyone and, dogs her. Yeah, but she was, hey, she, she, I love the fact that she allowed herself to age the way she did. She's like, fuck it, I'm going gray, I'm going gray. <laughs> Wait, you say that like she had a choice. Like, well, no, no, because some actresses, <laughs> it was all they, they, they'll, they'll dye their hair, they'll do everything they can and all the lists and stuff like that to, to, to keep themselves looking relevantly young. And Jamie was like, no, that's not, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? You know, you know like, I do But she still looked hot. No matter how, I mean, she's like, Jamie was like, she was that nerdy hot, which is always so sexy. I do this in sports all the time where a guy's a first round draft pick or like, or he's a third round and he had one good season and you're like, no, nah, he's still good. He's still good. I had that with Tom Arnold for like a decade. Yeah. After that movie, I was like, no, he fucking had the goods in that movie. Yeah. And then like, 
He just never, I'm, never I'm got not, back to that. I'm not staying in the van anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you, you got to stay in the van. Yeah. <laughs> he had so many good lines in that movie yes. where, he's, where he's trying to run and he gets behind the telephone pole and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps running. That, Is I he mean, next door? Yeah, I think he's in a meeting, though. Oh, okay. He said, he will be here soon and that they were watching us. Oh, okay. oh nice. Yeah. Uh, well, shout out to Digital Caviar again. I think because I knocked on their door, the, the wall. <laughs> sure, yeah. wall. If, if you're that neighbor who's like banging on the wall. That is pretty so, baller if you're in a meeting over there and then you're like, oh yeah, well they're they're doing a they're doing a live broadcast basically next door and they're talking about us. And I'll be like, do you want to come over and hang out? Yeah. <laughs> you want to Did you say it with a wilted lid like? Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know Mike, so I went I knocked on oh, the door and I was he like, looks like Tim Tebow. Yeah, I know. That's all you need to know. It's all good. I was like, which one of you is Mike? <laughs> there's, there's, there's some good man candy over there. He's in the garbanzo beans. Uh, that was him? Yeah. That was the profile? Okay. You did, he you looks have... different on camera than in person. Wait, you, did you speak to Conrad or Michael? I or said Tom? Mike. Okay. Yeah. But who is Mike? There's three of them over there. Yes. All right. All right. So. Yeah. Did you guys talk about the garbanzo beans yet? No. 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 I mean, we kind of opened this podcast with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I know. It's, it's, luckily, hopefully, it's sticking in your head, so that's a I good know. thing. Well, it's got yeah. sticking power. Look, I like... I like Sticky stick. I like weird... I like weird comedy. I like that's why I kind of probably liked uh, Kevin Smith growing up because I didn't I, get a lot. Did of you jokes. watch uh, Kevin Smith's uh, his podcast that he has? His his uh, Fat Man on Batman. You know, I love. I love watching the specials where he's answering questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets a little bit too, let's call it technical in the right. comic book world. Right. That's what I'm at. I'm like, a, I'm a good four out of ten on the comic book stuff. Listen. I know a good amount. I know more than I probably look like I know. I'm gonna give you a lot more shit. Right. That I would. No, that's not <laughs> You guys really get into like, man, is Venom gonna be in the next movie? Oh my god! Like, yeah. that, I don't care about that stuff, but. Uh, Y'all have a different kind of angle than most of the comedian nerds I hang out with that are like, just want to bitch about, it's just like sports. Right. You want to say who's better, LeBron and Michael Jordan. It's the same shit. So, Ball Rats is your favorite Kevin Smith movie? By far, yeah. Yeah? Because I watched it so much. Not because it's a better movie. I'm, I'm, I'm caught between Jay and Silent Bob, and I, I, some people don't like it, but I love Dogma. I, I, I like Dogma. That's the only one that I've seen. Yeah, well, that's that's the only. It's one a really strange no, no, movie, should, but I watched that in college in like a film class. Yeah, the whole shit monster man. That's so awesome. That's, that's the part you like the most. No, no, no. Some some Hayek dancing, and there's a you know black George uh, Carlin the, man. The black the Black Apostle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That was uh, pretty good. You know, Atlantis Morissette. Spoiler alert. God, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Ben, and of course, there's Ben Affleck and, and Matt Damon. Alan Rickman. Yes, Alan uh, Rickman. Uh, he was great. Um, the whole cast. The whole great. world of that, I loved. Like the whole just scenario of just like all the angels wear hoodie, hoodie sweaters <laughs> under jackets. Just those little touches that you get like the third, or fourth time you watch it, you're like, yeah. oh, I never noticed that. You know, yeah. those kind of things. I you know, what's funny is that Kevin's, every time I hear Kevin Smith talk about, it, they're like, yeah, I mean, I'm not a really great filmmaker, not like, not like Zack Snyder or something like that. And I'm like. Dude, you're, you got some really huge cult classics that if you had, if you had to look at, like, you're looking at these spread of uh, directors. I mean, yes, there's the Steven Spielberg and these guys that always do these sure. big budgets, but there's you're, you're that, on that, I put them on the same level as the, and people are going to hate me when I say this, I put them on that same level as the Quentin Tarantino's. 
And the reason why I say that, hold Ooh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll we'll have to timestamp that. <laughs> for sure. Here's the reason why I say that. Quentin Tarantino is a fantastic writer and a fantastic filmmaker. But Quentin, Quentin's following in general is very specific. I cult. say very cold, very specific. There are some people that can't stand a Quentin film. I find that Kevin Smith has a very similar following. It's not a very broad following, but those people that get his films really get his films and can get into it even for the little nuances and things of that nature. Great filmmaker. He has fun with it. And here recently, he's been doing stuff on Netflix, which I think is a little bit more... I'm not, I don't think. It's, uh, he's got Yoga Hoosiers on Netflix. He's got Tusks on Netflix. Um, they're direct to Netflix he's types of films. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I thought you were talking about Quinn. No, 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 but I do but, um, he has but what it is is that he's doing a lot of what he, and this is his words, not mine, he's getting a chance to do the experimental stuff, because he kind of got, like, clerks happened, and then, boom, he kind of like, whoa, that was the first film, and it kind of went up from there, so he never got a chance to really, you know, play around. True. So, he's like, I'm going to play around, I'm going to just do stuff that's just for me, no right. one else is going to really like it. Yeah. And if you really think about it, that's why I draw the parallel. That because, when Quentin yeah, writes a film, sense. he doesn't do it for everybody. He does it for Quentin and people that like Quentin films. He doesn't, and, and he really loves dropping in bombs. Yeah, that's like his favorite. Yeah, well, you know, that's I don't. <laughs> Samuel Jackson said it best: Quentin can't be racist because he normally writes me in as the smartest character in the room. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, hey, look, I got to I gotta go by what... There's got to be a count. I haven't met somewhere. Quentin. I can sit down with Quentin, and I'm pretty certain that we would have a fantastic From conversation. From Tennessee, I think. Hey, so. Quentin, if you ever want to come on our show, The Rap Party, it's, uh, you can find us on YouTube on Indie Raps and uh, on Facebook under The Rap Party. We'll sit down, we'll talk, and we're not going to talk about whether or not you're racist. I don't care about that. I don't think you are. I, I just want to definitely pick his brain as far as the writing is concerned. You know, because he goes into his things. He writes these huge backstories before he even starts his films. Do you believe all the movies are connected? You, have you heard that conspiracy? I've heard that. I've I like that. that. It's, it's it makes sense. Cool. You have to wedge a couple more movies in there to really make it work. Yeah. Well, think about it. That's probably why I did that. So the now last, we can make more what movies. What was the last one? Uh, the Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight. So yeah, yeah. that one really kind of solidifies that, that kind of storyline. If you yeah. look at like a whole timeline of all the characters, mm -hmm. now it's starting to make a little it bit more sense. It does, actually. You're right. A couple of years ago, it'd be like, uh, yeah, you'd have to skip about two, three generations. To right, that but happen. now it's like kind of thrill. It's like when what I looked at Interstellar timeline of like, <laughs> oh, dude, well, I'll cry for what dimension? Movie. What dimension are we in? Well, I don't understand. I, like I don't understand quantum physics, and space scares me. So, uh, both those things, in like, how does time work in a in a dimensional kind of way? I do, I can't pay. I don't understand it. This has secretly become another rap party episode. Just to let you guys know, this is what we talk about. Oh, really? This yeah, is this cool. is what we do. <laughs> so, I like it. But have you seen the whole timeline thing? I think the Nerdist made one where it know, shows like the whole like the one dude that gets stuck on there on the ship when they're on the on the mm -hmm. one planet where it's seven years is an hour. What minute. should I Google? Um, Sorry to interrupt. Infographic. Uh, interstellar timeline? Yeah. Because it, it'll show like, okay. Or maybe now, interstellar info. Because now McConaughey goes back. He goes back in time, or he, he stays in time, and then everything moves forward when he, at the end, he's on Saturn. Mm -hmm. And he's normal, and he comes in into his daughter was basically a great grandmother at that point. Yeah. Murph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Murph. Murph. Wow, there's Murph. some really, yeah. really, really in depth graphics about this. What's a what's a Murph? 
That's her name. In the movie. Oh, Merv. 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 Is it Merv? Murphy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought it was like Merv Griffin. <laughs> Merv Griffin. Yes, Merv. Yes. Sorry. I thought it was like, like I'm like, no, that would be, viewers on my... that'd be a guilt. This is when we lose everybody. So I mean, but I, I that part that shit's still crazy to me. Like that it can. Christopher Nolan's the best by far. Mm -hmm. He's my favorite director mm -hmm. easily. Uh, I watched The Prestige the other night. Another like super underrated movie. Oh, I love it. Ah, so good. Yes, it was. The whole little like Tesla aspect. The Tesla it's aspect. All about it. It's better that I actually read the book when I saw the preview of the movie in 06, and I was unemployed and just moved to LA. I was like, I got nothing to do. And I was like, read. Read. My book. Read. Yeah. It's, it's cheap. <laughs> it's a $10, it's a $10 it's book. It, it'll spend a it'll lot of hours. It'll take a lot of time. Oh, God, that's so depressing. <laughs> like, i got to fill my day. Once you're done with like four hours of trying to figure out like online resumes and shit, yeah, no. it's like, uh, I gotta do something productive. No, my dad, when I used to be like looking for work and stuff, he used to say to me, you need to treat looking for work just like a full-time job. You should be looking He's for right. work eight hours a day. But if you're not working eight hours a day. So I was like, talking about that. How do you do, how do you go about that? Like what, the most depressed I've ever been was when I was just unemployed and like had no... Yeah, yeah. You're talking to the wrong dude. Listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that anybody should ever follow my lead when I was younger and in the employment realm. I, what did you do? This, this is why I own my own business. They started because, when they were like fetuses. Well, no, not so much. That's that's a different kind of Latino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different quinceanera? Yeah, so, but no. Um, my thing was like on a day like today, I would be working, maybe even making 12 bucks an hour, and I'd be like, my friends would come by and say, hey guys, hey, we're gonna go play basketball. You wanna come? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm filling envelopes? Fuck yeah. Uh, listen, I'm going to lunch, be back, and just not Never show up back. for a week. Yeah. So, what? Yeah, that was that, at $12 an hour, $15 an hour, that was, that was back. How like, old? Uh, dude, uh, I, you I was actually. Basketball? I thought yeah. we were getting the hoop. Oh yeah, we need to get we at, the, at the new at the, the new, new office. Yeah. Um, well, we'll yeah. Well, like, I'm not very good at basketball, but I was always, I was always very good at standing in people's way. Oh well, so make it I very mean, difficult I can see that. I can see that. Good pick player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I was really good at that. Um, Wait, how old were you? I was okay. I'm not again. I'm not bragging. I just had a system when I was 15 years old on how to make 12 to 15 to 18 dollars an hour by the time I was 17, 18 years old. Uh -huh. So I'm talking about I was I was already walking out of jobs. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, all because in my head, I was like, I'm going to own my own business anyways. Oh, I have no idea. Wow. I have no loyalty to any of these guys. I'm wow. just, I would go to a job, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I can say this now because this is this is way later. I can go to a job, work there, say, okay, I'm getting paid $10 an hour. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever I got to do, I'll get paid $10 an hour. I don't care what I did. I just got paid $10 an hour. Yeah. I would work there six months. Yeah. Now, what, no, what's the normal raise that you would probably expect after a year? A year, what? It's supposed to be 10%. 10%. So $10, and $10 an hour, you're going to get what? 10 cents raise? Right? That's all you're going to get. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're going to I mean, get a 10 cents raise. They might give you a quarter. Hey, now like you're making from 10. stuff like that. Okay, now you go from 10 to 10.50. Let's just say. Yeah, yeah, Okay. It was easier to look for a new job. Right. Say, hey, listen, I'll come work for you. While I'm working with this job, get them to give me a great recommendation uh -huh. and say, I'll come for you for 11. Okay. 
go to the next job, so leave my job. That's the opportunity. We'll just that's like the, yeah. literally right? sit there and climb, and then, climb, climb, and then, job and then after job, work, work on that job dollar. for six yeah. months, yeah. and then say, hey, they paid me eleven. I'll come to you for twelve. Yeah. So I did that Slowly until I was climb. making like twelve yep. by. 15. So like I said, it took me three years, and I was making somewhere around seventeen or eighteen dollars an hour. So when I walked out of a job. I didn't particularly care because I already knew that whatever job I went to, my stick was, well, I just made $11 an hour here. There was, there, was, there was some creative differences more, yep. or whatever the case is. So you pivoted everything. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. That's smart. So. That's entrepreneurial. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, like, had, like, an office desk job. They're boring. Well, even though I, I have an office desk job. No, I'm saying, like, like you know, technically what <laughs> we do. No, we now. all now do. Yeah. We do, but I'm saying I've never had that, like, office like the cubicle. Yeah experience you know like like when i graduated college right down here at this new urban suites building mm -hmm. was my first job and it was with a guy who had a startup and i wore 17 different hats like it was the craziest experience and that was the closest to a cubicle job even though it was not at all you know that type of position but i used to sit there and get depressed and say why would i work for somebody else when i can figure out how to do this on my own yeah i kind of have the same you know? thing like i i've, I've we grew up in the age of the internet, though. We were talking yeah. about this off off mic before we started. Who grew up in the age of the internet? We did. So we, we have we have we have the well. You're younger than us. I was going to say thanks, guys. <laughs> but we have the ability to we have access to information that right that generations before us didn't have. Right. My my biggest pet peeve. It, it was the best lesson I learned. You do people. realize that the internet was invented while I was coming up, right? Well, what ninety six? Let's call oh, that modern era. I'm thirty. What do you what do you, what do you consider? You're thirty eight. Yeah. yeah, you look really good. He's got such good skin. Oh wait, you have that Cuban skin, man. Yeah, and then like us uh, white people, we crack. Yeah, I know uh, we do. I'm 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 gonna be like twenty eight, and I'm already gonna start getting Botox. Oh wow, oh, sorry. <laughs> Get some Latin. That's, that's just white women just you talking yourself into shit. You know what I mean? No, no. At the end, at the end of the day, I think that almost everybody because look, Asians. You would think that they, they go from like. Why being, are you pointing at me? No. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, why are you not telling us something? <laughs> yeah. It's, they, they go from looking porcelain skin their entire lives and then maybe like way later they go from like, oh gosh, what are you, 40? And then all of a sudden they go to 80. But we'll it's like, that out they managed to keep, <laughs> they managed to keep <laughs> their skin super porcelain because they, like, they moisturize and they stay in the shade and they, you know. No, my wife looks uh, way younger than me. She way, does. way younger than me. Uh, but uh, oh, comparatively, I, I definitely have uh, gray pubes in gray. Uh, no, we started pubes. out with this. We, I'm, I'm going to go back to, that. to it. It's called a callback. I know. It's a little industry thing. I know it is. Uh, so, It'll happen to you too one day. Don't worry about so it. So my thing with like, do you all read all these things <laughs> with like millennials? Yeah. With, uh, depends how, depends how you, you throw it out. I don't, uh, <laughs> don't want to talk about this. But... but do y'all, I don't buy into this bullshit, these articles, <laughs> these articles online that are about like millennials don't know how to work or anything, I think it's just generational. I think you look at every generation below you and you just shit on it. I do think that you, the, the preference is, y'all oh. want to come in? Y'all want to join the party? Come on in. What's up? Have some break. Roll, roll up right here. Come here. We, we Let's look at the other mic over here. We'll get Mike a digital caviar in here. Uh, we were just talking about sense. you. I know. I'm you sorry that I came in. Did I like no. over a meeting? No, you're I good. You're good. I didn't know who any of those people were. I didn't even know. Well, I liked your video though. Oh, did you see it? Yes, I already Have shared it? it too. Have you seen it? I haven't. It's yet. all over the internet. Oh, you haven't seen it's it? Haven't it? Seen the it oh shit. Oh, the world exclusive. Are we live right now? It's a yes. live, everybody. Here, uh, swap, swap seats right there. Oh, sorry. It'd be easier. 
if you stood and just go into that yeah. chair, I'm going to coordinate this, guys. I got this. You go. got this. This is why you're a good director. Slide. Slide in. There we go. So, yeah, four mics hot. Let's see. Let's to hear you out on there. Get up to that robot penis there. He had enough. <laughs> that's how that's how Garbanzo gets going. <laughs> yes, yes. So there we go. We're all here now. What's going on? Can you hear yourself? Yeah, I can hear myself. Good. Yeah. Then this is on the Mevo camera too, so you, you can point over there. At least somebody see. got it working right. <laughs> you can see. It always works better for him. I have no idea why. All right, I, we have the audio mixer going into that. The way you got to do this, and this is still kind of pretty ghetto, is we gotta. We gotta have it recorded online. You can go on the video. You go download this video back. I'm gonna export the audio and put it into GarageBand and put it out on MP3. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's, yeah. Essentially, what we do when we put it on YouTube. That takes us two hours to set up. It does. So we, we so. can close that gap. That <laughs> should take that long. We should make it make it. Some you good. can upload it. So I've been able to take that the Mevo if you record it not live and put it on the the SD card. You can Bluetooth download it and then uh, upload it directly to uh, YouTube from your phone. So you don't have to like put it through a bunch of different devices other than your phone. Nice, wow. nice. Okay. You cool. should be able to do that with Learn your MacBook, new, but yeah. you guys aren't MacBook. You are, yeah. but you're not. Yeah. I'm still PC. We're, 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 we're How does what are PCs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check there, y'all. Keep carrying this conversation. Well, first and foremost, uh, Sam mm -hmm. was your first and first biggest fan upon seeing your new video that you just. I was, <laughs> I really was. I like he showed me it, and then I was like, I need to watch that again, like for full comprehension. But like, totally awesome. Listen, if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, um, Mike contributed a brand new Mike and uh, my business partner actor, we're all business partners here, uh, just dropped a, uh, a new little video on uh, the rap party right here on Facebook. Um, it's just a little. Oh, wait, do we do we push it through Rap Party? Yeah, we push yeah, it through no, Rap Party. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then everybody shared it. Garbanzo. Oh my God! <laughs> it's the main guy. It's the main guy. Yeah. He's here. <laughs> Law's point was, man, what a what a decline, you know, UPMing up for Kevin Smith. Beans guy. <laughs> I was saying, I, I caught it though. I was like, this is a delirious sketch. You guys were yeah, definitely doing some weird things. Oh man, it was awesome. It was awesome. It, 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 we just finished the show and we were, I don't know how Garbanzo Beans came well, up. Well, you know, it started It started with the whole, you know, what was it, the, the douchebag, Tumblr douchebag oh, yeah, or whatever? Tumblr douchebag, which the, by the way, yeah. law. Tumblr, no, real I, no, life, I heard. Real life. So what's, we, what's the sketch? We, no, no, we're, we're not going to spoil the sketch. We're, the Tinder. We're not going to spoil the sketch because we you want you to any, take a part in the sketch. Do you think anybody's going to watch this and go, oh shit, I'm going to steal this idea? Yeah, well, <laughs> in, in my head. <laughs> look, look, I give out free strategy on, this, fucking podca on this podcast all the time. Execution's the hard part. My yeah, well. Ideas yes. are easy. There's some, yes. there's some, so apparently there's some true. pretty creepy people on uh, dudes on, uh, on, what is it called again? Tinder. Tinder, not Tumblr. Tinder. But Tumblr's pretty Tinder. creepy too. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there, there's, some, there's some pretty creepy dudes on Tinder that had some awesome okay, one liners. Watch this again. <laughs> you guys are like lovers. I love it. This is Mike's reaction. He's watching this for the first time. So for those of you who are watching, you're watching. I am watching it for the first time. Let me get closer to you. Bring it back. Bring it back. You got it? Hold it. 
than the little mic. <laughs> I was like, you guys are too good to like. 50 cents off at Bravo Supermarket. It's just a weird kind of sketch. Like, this screams like 11, 12, 1 a.m. So you're tired as shit. Wait. You're laughing at shit. You're like, is this funny? I don't give a shit. We're doing it. We're doing it. Exactly. This is what I want to know, though. How many times did you guys go through that? Like, Once. were you sitting there? We never had it on the first no, try. Seriously? Never had to do it again. Like, I feel like I'd be sitting there laughing. They call one-shot actors. One-shot. <laughs> they got like, it going. I only had to feel his breath on my lips one time. I that's promise. Nice. That's that nice. was it. That's nice. That was it. That's Take nice. my Here breath away. <laughs> I should have put that in the background. <laughs> no, it was actually like ten times. It was yeah. like, okay. okay well, you know, I would be laughing. I'm going to be honest. They started here. And it was like, no, nah, it's not awkward enough. Yeah. Like, you got to get And then they just... And then I had to throw one in the loop, and I actually put my arms around them. Yeah, you didn't see that there, but yeah. I did it. I committed. Oh yeah, yeah, I committed. Yeah, go whole hog, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Go bigger, go home. Yeah, go whole hog. That's the Michigan way. Heck, I already cracked. He was, he, he, he was like just. Oh, I can see y'all like. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I was like. <laughs> yeah. So tell us awesome. about working with Kevin Smith, man, because uh, David was trying to speak for you, but it didn't really work. Well, I kept it very vague because at the end of the day, I was like, you need to get it from yeah. the horse's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was awesome, man. It was kind of surreal at first, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, going in there and you get into the mode of, we spent two weeks prior to actually working with Kevin Smith on the pre-production, which uh, which is not a lot of time, as a lot of people know in the production industry, but two weeks killing it with the students, Ringling, um, and Andy came down, Kevin's producer, yeah. uh, to help us out with that process, but a, lot of, a large portion of that, Kevin Smith wasn't even there, so all of a sudden it was just like, we're getting this machine rolling, and then all of a sudden, boom. Kevin Smith is here, and it's like, yes, it was like, holy, like, holy shit, this is Kevin Smith here, yeah, and like, you pulling that back, he's like calling action, and we're wider now. The damn How's that? How's that look? Yeah, you want it? You want my phone? That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. So, like, how'd you guys all get like hooked up? I guess in the first place for us who don't know. That's good enough. Uh, so just through Wrangling, they were yeah, like, hey, we need you to come down like, here. Yeah, like, good, <laughs> a good friend of mine, um, Tony Stopper, and mm -hmm. uh, we've been wanting to work together for a while on stuff, and we just kept on missing each other. Oh. And so finally he was able, he had two projects. Uh, we just actually did Justin Long's project, mm -hmm. um, actor, he was doing a, a small... Uh, I like him. Yeah, he's really, say, really like cool. He's the, for people that before. don't know, not into movies and stuff, he's the not guy... Not Well, he's the guy, he's in a lot of stuff. You'd be like, oh. Oh, the guy from the Apple commercials like 10 years ago. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd probably yeah. be the first thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Or it's not going to be. Uh, it's not something that. It, live or uh, die hard or whatever. The right. shitty fucking the, the fourth movie with yeah. the die yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so we, we started off. Yeah, so he's he, he's a cool dude, but we didn't. It wasn't a big. Yeah, you obviously are. Like, are you guys not? Like, you can tell that you well, were. Well, you guys not entertained? It, it, it was a it was a photo. Not entertained. For, for Bruce. Um, uh, booze? Always no, 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 no. What are you looking for? Water for him. Water? Sure you that. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, switch to beer in a second. I don't know why I even. I'm out. Of, I'm out of beer. Right? I was like, oh, I'm not gonna. No, what's wrong? Do a beer, and I was just like, oh. I'll go get you. Beer. You have liquor, it's, right? It's, it's a, it sounded have to make good. A run downstairs. It sounded good for a second, and that was it. No. Yeah. So yeah, do you want so a beer or no? Yeah. I'll do, I'll okay. We're out here, so. You want me to go downstairs? Is that cool? Yeah. What do I do? What do I say to them? You just have to go, hey, I'm going upstairs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On camera. Is that okay? <laughs> is that okay? Will they ID me? Maybe. Right. I don't know. What do you guys not, want? Not me. Uh, I'm good right now. I'm on my second. No? Yeah, I still got some in there. Just whatever. Uh, okay. Thanks. Like, this became, this, this started off as a very nerdy, technical, 
typical yeah. Tokobaga. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. celebrating two years on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So two years. He's not two years old, but he's celebrating. Yeah. yeah. Two years old. Two years. Like three hundred. Three hundred companies consulted or improved or enhanced by us. Uh, Y'all are part of that. Y'all are part of that. Sam is as well. So. We're doing I that. I'm a better person when you since you moved next door. I'm, yeah. I'm an, uh, my well, business and myself. There you go. There's See, a lot of, there's a lot of behind the scenes conversations that yeah, I have with Paul. That's just like they're yeah. like they're mind blowing. Oh, this oh, guy oh. is like a Aspergersy John Gruden of the digital landscape. Some would say. Yeah, only me. But some would say. Yeah, some would say. You can count as some. We use you in the plural. So you're, on Sunday, if you're coming down to the Bricks, uh, we're going to do from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We got a little mimosa bar on us, and okay. just a just a reason to kind of go have brunch. Yeah, hey. I'm, I'm super hey, white. A couple so, bros. Yeah, bros having brunch. Bros it's, having brunch. There's a lot of RSVP-ish things are coming in. Like I'm going to stop by. I was like, oh. I better cap this mimosa bar off <laughs> just in case. So I had a, I had a conversation with the bricks downstairs. I was like, can we cap this off? I'm like, uh, I don't want to have too many people. Because yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, shit, i got to pay $1,500 on the tab or something. We, I, I ain't that, uh, I ain't James Winston, which neither But, you know, if you do have that kind of a turnout, then, I mean, I would consider myself blessed because that means that your clients, There's those, that you, those that you've helped, have built a relationship beyond just a work relationship because that's coming out on a Sunday for someone else's celebration is like a hey that's I'm all about if you're gonna do an event if you're gonna do a party like celebrating what you're doing do brunch it's easier and I see it now from the parents perspective more than anything because it's so hard to get a babysitter at night because uh, you don't realize like the market demand on babysitters until you're on the other side of it yeah. I didn't realize like you don't give out good babysitters you just don't yeah. like I give I have a I have, I have two secret. really good keep ones and I'm like yeah, yeah. I only give it out to my business partner <laughs> and uh, I give it out to like three other people I'm like yeah. uh, you don't want those sucks because yeah because you're gonna lose that opportunity um, so Twinkle Toes Nanny Agency if you're in the Tampa Bay area or in Florida is good for uh, for continual kind of babysitter but like brunch is easy you can come in you can eat lunch you can eat breakfast you can have a little cantaloupe. From uh, Simpsons, okay. um, but you can get drunk during the day, which is most important. Yeah, yeah. it's a reason. You're ju it's justifiable reason. Right. Like, yo, like, why are you? Because I had, because I went to brunch. Yeah. I, I don't right. know. No one, no one's gonna be like, oh shit, this guy's just a drunk. It's, yeah. it's like, no, you went to brunch, or you're, you're one of my friends. I live vicariously through that single. You went out like, <laughs> well, you guys aren't single, but like. You guys can like, go out. I'm pointing at us yet. Well, with kids. I, now I define the line of kids. I, I'm a total nerd about all this stuff now, but like, the kid keeps you tethered. You can't really do anything. Like, 9 o'clock is... I'm going to be an 80s parent. What's that mean? I'm, you know, smoke around them, drink around them, just carry them in the backseat with no seatbelt, just fucking just go 80s with it. Yeah, yeah. that'll you work know, out. Smack, you know, let, let them stick their fingers in the socket. <laughs> I like how all those boys was like, like two octaves higher. Like, sure. <laughs> that'll work out for you. We got a lot of lawyers as clients. So don't. They'll get your back. Yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, it's it's. Look, if anyone if anyone says anything, I'll be like, look at me. I survived. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that my, my parents didn't have me stick my fingers in sockets, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, they made I, you. 
No, and you know, if I, if I like, climb the hey, tree, go stick your finger in the socket. If I climb the tree, what did you say? Stick your finger. If I climb the tree and I fell out of it, my mom would be like, that. You know, that's that's what you got. You know what I mean? I I, I got the oh, uh, an arrangement. I didn't know what people want. A medley. Oh, I'll take that fat tire. Thank you. Well, I'll take that if no one wants that. I'll switch fat tire with you. All right. Yeah. I, like, I like Sierra Nevada. It's like card trading, but beer. Are you a bud girl? Well, I just got yeah. whatever. Thank you. Do you want the fat tire? No, we have it. Yeah, it's a celebration of sorts. Why not? It's Friday. I know. It's, we don't do this every Friday. Usually we're sitting here, like, cranking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Crank. Oh, I crank. am. Crank. That sounds like we're doing like trying no, to do yeah. no. <laughs> We're doing wow. crank. Um, but I mean, video side, you guys have just crazy hours. It's it's a lot. It's like I I don't know how y'all keep your sanity because I feel like I've got that, but that's my own dumbass fault a lot of the time because I'll get anxious about like oh I gotta get this work done. Gotta get this my work anxiety done. My anxiety right. is unreal. And I end up it ends up like. If I stay on a schedule, like cut it off at 8 p.m., I'm not going to do any more work. Just wake up at 5. You're, you're, much, you're much better to do that. Yeah, it's and, a great schedule to try to stick to. Do it better that way. Because I'll, I'll stay up till 3, but you're doing it at half speed. Because you've got one eye open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially if you've been working all day long. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, if you're a night person and you're kind of getting up in the afternoon and you're just working that schedule, it's not so bad. But if you're working client hours, right, because your clients yep. are up at 8 o'clock in the morning, so you got to get here, and then you're working till 3 o'clock, forget about it, it's, it's, you're not accomplished. So, like, I, I mentioned to him that you had about 60 people on that crew, and Sam asked the question, like, why, what, I mean, aside from, no. uh, you know, the director, we call the people above the line, no, no, just just because this, this is actually really good, because the biggest crew I've ever had was probably 25. Okay. So that so that you're accounting for at least twice the size of that crew and then some. But we're going to say that about the, like we're, fake moons. Yeah, but we're going to say that there was at least <laughs> ten people that were above the line, yeah. as you like to call it, right? As the term is, mm -hmm. above the line meaning they're the creatives and they're the directors. Okay. Are, they're above the line, and then okay. the, beneath the line is the crew. Okay. We kind of mentioned this on our wrap. Oh, really? Just I didn't yeah. know that. Was yeah, a, I was going like, to say it. like the fold line for a website. Yeah. Before you scroll, that's the fold. That's, that's the fold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, so and it's, not to, it's not to say that the crew doesn't have creative. There's a the crew is actually very creative, but the sure. general definition like is the people that are in charge of telling the story or putting the bigger pieces together above the line. So that'd be your talent, your producer, uh, your director, um, and your writer. Okay. You know what I mean, those are those are your above the line people. Okay. And then everybody else is considered below the line. Mm. They're like the ones that. Make it happen. Like yeah, they execute the plan. They execute the plan. Yeah. The work But 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 almost any any good crew leader will take at least some opinions from qualified members. Right. Yeah. You're kind of depending on. There's a lot of moving parts. You're always depending on them to do some stuff like that. Uh, if you know, I personally have been on plenty of crews that had some some big lighting setups. I am not a gaffer, so yeah, I am not really not good at thing. knowing. What the best? I know what I want it to look like, but I'm not probably the person qualified on the crew right. to say use this light and this filter instead of. You know what I mean? So I defer to my gaffer, mm -hmm. and his creative input will help out a lot in Absolutely. getting achieving the look that I want. Okay. Yep. So there's they still have creative input. It's just in what they do. I would say. Yeah. No. No. It's absolutely. like very specialized. So what were the other? 50 yeah. What people were all doing? these other people doing? <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, it, it takes a lot, a lot of people, until you've been on set, you don't really fully understand that it takes a lot of people to uh, create an image. You know what I mean? There's a lot of components taking place. And so, 
Um, I mean, anywhere from production department to usually, uh, you know, you got your, your whole camera team, your camera team, and this one consisted of seven people in total. Oh, wow. Um, That's just to move the camera. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, is this like a big camera? Yeah. <laughs> All seven people are lifting this one camera. <laughs> but it was a two-camera shoot. But, you know, so you got seven people there. You know, you, your, your G&E department, your gaffers and grips. I mean, these guys are the workhorses of the uh, of, of the shoot. And they're moving stands. They're moving lights. They're running cords. They're doing all kind of stuff. Um, and you've got art department. You've got, you, uh, you've got PAs. You've got sound. You've got all of these different people who specialize. Yeah in their craft and their trade. That's so and cool. And they have to come together. Yeah. And very quickly do you realize that the numbers start to add up. You and know? you're like, oh my god, we have over yeah. 50 people yeah, yeah, right absolutely. now working on this. Yeah. And at first you're like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't take that many people to do this. But the second that you don't have those people there, you realize you're how suffering. important it is. Yeah. You know, and hands are PAs, PAs are incredibly important. Yeah. And PAs are production, production assistants. Production assistants, yep. Assistance. yep. yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can tell you right now. Damien feeling it. I, I, I know. I know. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I like that out there. I like that out there. Yeah. So yeah, man. It's it's it was a it was a fun shoot. It was a really fun shoot. So, like, um, so I got to get back to the crux of this podcast. If I wanted to be a PA, how do, how do you go about that? How, yeah. How would I do that? Talk to your local anybody like, who's making commercials or. I'm watching a lot or, of Sesame Street these days, uh, right? Mm -hmm. I, it's kind of interesting. And you want to be a PA on Sesame Street. I, I mean, that, that would be that, pretty that awesome. Now, <laughs> yes, so. That would be so awesome. It's not PBS anymore. It's not? No, it's HBO. No. Really? Yeah, sometimes you got a budget now, yo. Mm -hmm. yeah. have, you, have you seen Big Bird? Less than, <laughs> have you seen <laughs> Big Bird? His feathers are real. Yeah, They're so like down, mean, custom. Something yeah. interesting I noticed, the last years of PBS, a lot of celebrities. I think they're trying to salvage it. 2016, 2017? No 2018 is their year, though. It's interesting. Yeah. So it I'm, watch, I'm watching it from like a, I'm looking at it like, well, well, no, I'm looking at it from a nerd perspective. <laughs> what would it be like to be that actor? Like the guy, Chris, who's just like a jolly guy, but he's 37, but he looks like he's like 17 kind That's of guy. Okay. Well, I mean, he, but he's like, oh, wow, like what? that kind of acting. And I'm like, I wonder what that guy like. Does that guy go out and drink, or do they find like? Is he a Mormon, or like, you know, do they find these these guys that they know they're not gonna fuck up? They need like the inside story. So with with Sesame Street, what's interesting, because it is legit. I do like that my kid watches it over like something just that doesn't provide any like substance. I read that in Free Freakonomics. We'll tell you that, and uh, and Malcolm Gladwell's book. They'll talk about. Uh, Sesame Street's actually really good for your kid because they actually do infuse a lot of stuff. They talk about strategy all the time, which I think is interesting because I kind of obsessed with that. I think about like, what would your strategy be if you got in this game? If you're just playing paintball with your buddies, like right. you're instantly like, what's your strategy? What am I gonna do? Uh, I, I feel like, what's your strategy if you're in college right now, You they wanna be working with you kind of guys or higher level Kevin Smith what what would be your strategy? You're 19, you're an undergrad, you think you want to do this, you're not even in a major that's in that area. What would your strategy be right now, you think? Anything and everything to just get on set. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ask. You have to get on set, you have to ask. So, so look, I have, I have, we have our website, 208 Monkeys, and I just recently got an inquiry through our website 
uh, for an intern. It's a hot website. Yeah, I Someone just, I know someone someone did a someone really for, good for all, job. Yeah. For someone, all of you out there, so so for all yes, for all you out there, I know a guy. I know a guy. He's currently it's rocking a, the orange it's hat. A, it's a dirty website. Like, do you know what's interesting though is, especially like from my position too, because like I'm subcontracted by a lot of like ad and marketing agencies, and you would never think that just emailing them because like sometimes these sites are like so polished and so amazing yep. that you're a little bit intimidated to be like should i email them but you're saying somebody did come up to you yeah, and say that and like i know you i know how you guys work you guys are a really great organization that you know if they're really somebody who wants to learn and stuff i could totally see you see you taking on someone right. like and that i mean we could probably compare uh the same applications all of us probably yeah this, but we've all had interns i'm sure at some yes. point or another they, this person reached out, said, you know, I, I like your company, I like what you do, I would, be in, I would be interested in interning with you. Okay, fine, send the resume, or send the, send the portfolio. Yeah, send whatever you got. They send, they send whatever they got. Now, whether or not I need them is not really the question. The question is that they reached out, so I already know that they have some sort of initiative. They have drive. They have some drive. So I will at least entertain the idea of like, okay, I may not have time to train you, but if you are willing to get on set and do some things, then I can at least have you do something basic. And that's right. really the first thing. Get on set and maybe all you're doing is getting the coffee. And to some people that's like, oh, it's the coffee. I want to get I want to get on there. I want to get in, yeah, right into it. Yeah, but you're sitting there. You're getting absorbing all of the things that are happening around people you have while to you're know. on set. We talked about yeah. this earlier with, with, with hiring and stuff like that. Yep. There's a lot of moving parts on a set. You don't, you are not going to be, if you're coming out and you're green, you're not going to be giving anything of responsibility because people got to get to know you, well, get to know that you can gel with the crew, they to get to know that you can too. take, yeah, yeah, that you can take something as simple as a coffee order. Can yeah. you do that? Okay, you can do that, I can give you something else. Yeah. If you can do that, I can give you something else. And you can grow fairly quickly. It's not like it takes a long time. Oh, yeah, I know. You get in there, you hustle, you're, you're, you're picking up trash and making sure that everyone's taken care of, that their coffee's hot or whatever cases. Someone's like, hey, who's that, who's that guy law? Yeah, he's... He's pretty sharp. I like him. His forehead's you know, huge. Yeah, yeah, his forehead's huge. I could definitely pick him out of a crowd. Let's, let's find him. Let's, let's, let's call him on the next shoot. Yeah. Which is a common characteristic of with people who have higher IQs. Yeah. For, for yeah. sure. Yeah, what? bigger foreheads. Do I have a big forehead? Oh, yeah. Are okay. you serious? I got a five head going on here. Uh, the Peyton, Peyton Manning's like, damn. Uh, it's just like anything, right? If you wanted to get into the financial world, if you wanted to get into, like, if if you wanted to get into being a CFP, a uh, certified financial planner, you would hit up a bunch of smaller houses and go, hey, is there a job? Is there a job? And I, I totally agree. Sometimes you can get intimidated by sites or yeah. uh, the approach of talking to someone where it might look so polished, but a lot of people don't understand when you guys are doing stuff most of the time or anybody in your industry, you're doing so many things at once, it may look awesome on the outside, but you're just as open to a lot of this stuff too. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. We I, are. We what, are. Is there any, <laughs> so, all right, what's the strategy? I'm 19 years old. I just, I look for, how do I look for production houses around? Other than like, well, what, wait, what should I look for? The, the, if, you're, if you're 19 years old or whatever and you're looking to find a production house, I'm a, a supple 19 year old. I'm ready. Years. I'm 19. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, well, um, I can take that. So, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> what do like, I do, David? Keep, keep the information. No, the first thing you got to do is you just got to Google the, the spots that are running in your area and see what it is that they do. 
I mean, there's Fox here. There's a bunch of stuff. There's, there's always some sort of production. And I don't care if, even if what you're doing is on weddings. You know what I mean? You pick up a camera and get seen doing stuff and get out there and do something. Uh -huh. Mike said it best. Get on set, which means yeah. I don't care if I want to pick up your trash. I need to get there because the only way you're going to get beyond the door is to get at least one tiny toe in here. So your first strategy should be reach out to everybody. Don't be shy. You're going to get a, probably 100 no's that we're not interested right now. Mm -hmm. But you got to at least keep trying. And there are sometimes that there are open calls. They're open, you know, for, for extras or whatever the case is. Even if you're an extra, you, right? Yeah, even if you're an extra, you're there, you're on yeah, set. And you can always point. say, hey, uh, you, can, you can always spot the guy that's probably running around and taking care of, like, things, not the director. Do not bother the director. Look for somebody <laughs> else who might be running around taking care <laughs> yeah. of some things and be like, do you want me to carry that for you? Oh, you're an extra. No, I mean, if it's okay. Now, mind you, in union states, I and mean, if you're in your union state, you can't touch anything that you're not supposed to touch. Yeah, yeah. In Florida, a whole other beast. yeah, it's a whole different beast. And depending on how large a production, don't go on to Michael Bay's set as an extra <laughs> and try to carry a light. You will get kicked out. And those people are like, the, the, yeah. the actor side is crazy. Like, those people are crazy. Yeah. Extras are fucking nuts. Yeah. But, you know, but the point is so, that you got to get on there. Steven Spielberg interned, by the way, and he wore the exact same suit the entire time, and then when his internship ended, he kept going back, but because he kept wearing the same brown suit, Everybody, the guard let him yeah. through. They yeah. recognized him, they're like, hey, it's little Steve with the brown suit. Interesting. They just kept letting him through, and then he just kept doing different things. That's that's how he got on lot, is by doing it that way. So it's called gumption. You find, you find a place where you're needed. You yeah. Know? I mean, you get on set. If you can get on set, it's not always, you gotta get coffee, or you gotta get your, don't, you know, it's, that's the common, that's the common, like, I guess, nomen. You know, everybody yeah, thinks that's what so. you have to do. But if you can just be a fly on the wall, get on set somehow, you got a friend or whatever the case would be, and just sit back and watch and find a way where you're needed. You yeah. know what I mean? Figure out something. Oh, look, they're, you know, this guy's running around. Can I help him out with something? Just talk to him. You know what I mean? Boom. That's that's because there's always, you can always use extra hands. Can and I hold this for you while you go get a sandbag? Yep. That's helpful. Anything. Sandbag. It's a <laughs> hold stuff down. Yeah, yeah hold yeah, stuff yeah, down. Come yeah. on now. Well, I, okay. my first thing was like, I did say, prep. No, no, no. Yeah, I did say, you know, when he said that, I'm like, did I say teabag? No, I, said, I said sandbag. Yes, sandbag. Hold this one at teabag here. Yeah. This is your internship. But I think what's interesting is that, like, you were saying, like, find out what's in your area first. You know, that's, like, step one. Yeah. So, like, things that I've done in the past that have helped that I think would be applicable here is, you know, whatever area that you're in, do the initial research, but then keep a spreadsheet about what that organization is, what their website is, what's the best way that they like to be contacted, and then a notes section so that when you do email them and introduce yourself and say what you're doing, you make note of that, and then you have an area that says, did they reply to me? Like, what was that follow-up? Was there no response? Was you're there nothing? So structured. No, My no, dad taught right. me that. Yes. No, but I'm good. saying, like, wow. so then you keep track of, like, it's almost like your own personal handmade CRM where right. you're sitting there and you're keeping note about where you've been, what you've done, but then also going back through that to make sure, hey, has something popped up in the last year that maybe I didn't catch, but just knowing what's around you. Because otherwise... Yeah. CRM, you know customer relationship. I was just well, going to say, David, do you guys have a handmade CRM? No, I do not. But hey, you need to go get one like, now, though. But I'm okay. saying, like, but that's, <laughs> that's what a spreadsheet hey, is, though, is hey, that you sit there... Talking, I need my own CRM. Yes. 
there's there's applications out there. Wonderful. I use it. Like, I use Evernote like, for hey, a while. That's awesome. Hey, I know. That's I know. It's so important. I mean, she nailed it right in the. I mean, think that's... about it. Think about it like a little black book before everything went digital. Right. Well, that, right? that's you what I mean. You kept a lot of notes like this. Yeah. Also, check out their social media because their social media will definitely. I mean, hey. Give you a clue. I knew. I knew how to. I knew how to plug you back in there. If you check out any of most any production company has some social media presence and in their social media they're kind of letting you know what's going on and so that is definitely an opportunity to probably get a, a, some insight as to when well, is a good opening to right, do something right and it's but not even like a hire it's just for that, a momentary thing just to get your face known even if they're posting certain things and you have an opinion about it that could help them or something interacting that way through the comments or messaging them then that's even another way of not like obviously like getting on lot is the goal but there's other now digital ways to do that. Yeah, so sure. by interacting online and getting yourself involved that way, I call makes it being you familiar. The yeah. Let me tell you a little technique that I've told oh, a lot so of students. Like yeah. yeah. Let me tell you a little technique Ooh. that I've told I'm students. Listening. Professor A. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. So I've said, look, Prof. let's say you're let's say you're a graphic artist, right? Yep. And you're like, hey, I want to get a real introvert arts. and yeah, I don't like taking uh, I don't like taking uh, any any criticism. Any criticism. Yeah. But you need to it's get into certain places. So what you do is you find the five or ten graphic artists that you would like to be, you know, at their company or whatever the case is, and mm -hmm. you follow them on Instagram, you follow them on Facebook, you like, comment, and do all the stuff you can, can about their better? stuff. Dribble. Or dribble. Dribble, yeah. You but follow wait, them. Let me stop you just for one second. Dribble. But when you are interacting and commenting and liking and sharing, just make sure you're not doing it for the sense of saying I'm doing it. Make sure it's an authentic dribble. reason why you're doing it. It's an authentic reason, and the authentic reason is I'm trying to be you. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Reason. No, you're right. No, but sure. definitely right. by doing so, you can always, if you build a relationship with, again, and I use a spread of five or ten, if you build enough of a relationship, you be like, hey, Anybody on this forum, I'm not necessarily asking the particular artist, but anybody on this forum, here's some of my stuff. What do you, I'm, I'm open to some critiques or anybody want to say anything about this. You see this a lot with a lot of like graphic artists and animators. They do share some stuff, and you'll see the professionals will chime in. Because the pros are looking at it too. They're like, hey, man, I like this. Maybe your timing's a little off. Maybe you could have done this. Maybe you could have done that. Mm -hmm. Now you just open up a dialogue. Yeah. And now you can follow up on that dialogue. Now it's a warm lead that was built organically over time versus the cold call that... Again, people in this industry, people in a lot of these like creative industries, like to hire and work with people that they've interact with, that they've known. That hey, you know what? I, that was a pretty funny joke you said there, Law. Mm -hmm. I laughed at it, chuckled, liked. You know what I mean? That's a warmer lead. That that's what was interesting about stand up that I never thought that like it is way it was way more welcoming than I realized. And then I looked at the other arts, and it's the same thing. You get to a certain level, but you also want to like you want your peers to. To appreciate what you're doing on a creative level, but you don't mind giving that information. I mean, some comics are kind of weird about it because they think you're taking their spots and stuff. To me, it's always the market's always so big, right? There's a there's so there's there's, 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 a, there's, a there's for enough everybody. for market growth. Yeah. We're not we haven't hit the '80s boom like it used to be, so I'm not worried about a, ca a market cap on uh, on funny really. And if if there is, you got to work it that much harder. So to me, like I feel like a lot of creatives are that way. You get to a certain level, there's going to be some douchebags that don't want to help you out or give you advice. As long as you're not annoying, the way I got into stand-up is I just showed up. I would just go to shows, mm -hmm. that like book shows I wanted to be on, and I'd just hang out in the back and not be a douchebag. That was literally like, I'd get booked on that, people wouldn't even see me do stand-up. They would just go, I want to give this guy a shot because he's showing up. I'm taking four hours out of my night, almost every night when I was like 21, 22, to drive around LA and just go, that's the show I want to be on. 
and I just sat there and observed. Yeah. And I talked to people after the show. And that's the that's equivalent of getting on set. That is the equivalent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that's Absolutely. like the yep. exact. It was the Woody Allen rule, even though, you know, I, I don't want to live every Woody Allen rule, but <laughs> the Woody Allen rule of like showing up's like 90% of battle or whatever. Yeah. I just go to the improv, Bellarose Improv, and just hang out at the bar and just have a drink. And uh, my buddy Robbie Slowick, who just worked with John Stewart, who's from the area, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'll plug him because he won't do it himself. Mm -hmm. Like, he's the story of that. Like, just hanging out, just be around. Don't be a dick. Don't be too ambitious. Show you have ambition. Show that you're working on stuff. Hey, I've got all these jokes. Like, if someone, I remember meeting Joe Rogan in like '08 at the Melrose Improv Bar, and I was like. This I'm is, so jealous of you right now. It was way before the <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan experience, yeah. though. Um, and it was it was really cool. It was one of those things where it was like, he was like, what what are you working on, kind of thing. It was like, blah, blah, blah. well, I got this thing about pubic hair news. You know, like, <laughs> that was my closer at the time. You know, and he was like, it sounds pretty good. I, I, I want to hear that. He said something real nice. And I was just like, it's, that's cool that there's a Ralphie May thing about being prepared to be ready, too. So when you're showing up, you got to do the work during the day. If you got a shitty day job, you know, you go to the bathroom, take a long shit, and write jokes, or write music, or write poetry, or work on scripts, storyboards, whatever you got to do, uh, or write content. And then when you go out at night, or you go out during those off hours, that's when you kind of go, just be prepared that someone might ask you. Yep. Sam, so what do you write when you take a shit? <laughs> You know, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I'm going to be really honest. I'm only in there for like five minutes because like I, I like just go. And then I, no. I just, I don't like hang out. Like I just know I have to go and then I go and then I go and then I'm done. How do women do that? I don't get it. They don't have she gets in and out. I'm like, I get lost in well, the Well, he got mad at me earlier because I said I had a pee and I came back and he's like, you're done? I'm like, is there a problem? It was under 37 seconds. That is so precious like, time for me. Right. And I'm saying, like, time. I contemplate life in there. There's a lot going on. Problems. Yes, yes, I saw problems <laughs> where I get most of my work done. Issues. Yes, yes, it is. Seriously. So I, men my, and women are so different. My legs comes. fall asleep because I'm on my hands. That's, oh, that's not happening to me before. Have your legs ever gone numb? Yeah, dude. It's just like they get all tingly and you're yeah, like, race oh, yourself man, to yes. stand. Netflix on the phone is dangerous for this man. Yeah, oh, oh my god. When I first got Netflix on my phone, my, my, my bathroom breaks took, took at least a 50% increase, at least. I'm like, yes. oh, I'm FDR trying to get out of this place. I'm just like, <laughs> 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 oh, poor FDR. Too soon? Too soon. Uh, Too soon. Yes. Alright, I gotta pee. Uh, so I, I oh, think, and she's back. Look at that. Wait, All right. let's, let's time it. We should time it. Alright, we're timing it. Uh, I think, but I think that hustle, it, it carries through, because I, I, and you guys know I lament creatives that don't have any work ethic. It's one of my pet peeves. I think, Same like, here. Same and, here. and what people think is work ethic is not actually work ethic. They're like, I'm putting in the hours. You're like, yeah, but you're doing this in a dumb way. You're not working on getting better and being smarter. Because everything you break down, especially on, on any video or film, is all about cost. Cost is crazy, and it's it, at the end of the day, it's all about efficiency and getting in, getting out. Uh, you have a sixty-person crew. Some people could say that's small. For us, that's big. But like, it's all about everybody being so efficient that day, and having to like be a manager of all these people when you're a producer or, or, or set uh, set director or any of that. I don't know what what am I. His, his position was. Uh, what's the right nomenclature? 
It was the unit production manager. Oh, yeah, the unit production manager, yes. So you're directing everybody, just you here using so, yeah, unit you're production. Like a quarterback. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you're coming in, you're coming in two, three, sometimes four hours ahead of the production for a specific right. location. Oh, like an offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, not the head coach, but you're right there. Yeah. 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 And, and you're setting everything up and you're making sure that everybody has what they're needing. I always say this at the beginning of my pre production meetings is that my job is to be three steps ahead of the entire production. Yep. You know, so that's that's the basically the defensive then, court. Yep, and then and then budgeting, budgeting. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if the budget goes out the window, uh, then it's the UPM's how quick, fault. How quick did she? It was a minute thirty. It was it was bad. It was it was a minute thirty. That's respectable. Can I borrow your hair, though? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm the sweetest guy because I've got all the hair ties. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I put a hat on just because I haven't washed my. I'll, I'll, be, take a I'll shower. be right back. I gotta actually go check out my people in my office real quick. You gotta manage something. Yeah, I gotta manage something. Five, ten, ten minutes. Nice. Not even, not even that. So what else is going on in uh, in the digital caviar world? Oh, nothing, man. I mean, we've got that. We just finished up, uh, you know, some uh, work with uh, Damien and Two Egg Monkeys over at uh, Keith Urban. You know, yeah. doing, doing that, and then uh, we got a shoot, another commercial shoot next week. It's been kind of non-stop since we got off of that production. That's which awesome. Which is awesome, man, which is awesome. And then, uh, I mean, keeping our fingers crossed, I don't like to put the cart before the horse, but we're looking to roll into possibly uh, three or four feature films, like back to back to back. Hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, need a production assistant? <laughs> yeah. Hired. Done. Hey, if there's anybody who's listening that wants to get their foot in the door, I mean, no, email. Absolutely. Email, yeah. go to their Facebook page or their websites and just, just straight up hit them up. Yeah. No. no, absolutely. I, I have a waiting list. Email from me. <laughs> I know a lot, but you keep... I keep a waiting list and never know. It's I just people that hit me up and go, I, when, when we're ready, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a call back. But I, I don't give them, like, none the of this time. Kind of like anything I'll be real. I'll just go, look, I don't want to hire anybody full time until we have to. I mean, that's the smartest thing. You know? <laughs> I mean, in a production company, I mean, overhead is, you know, you try to keep that as low as possible, you know, and you build up. I mean, luckily for something like this, you build up for six months. Uh -huh. That's a different beast. But you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, it's tough to cover 10, 15 employees unless you're constantly working. And right, it's up and down. You know what I mean? Well, Always up and down. We're all in this kind of like. I started talking to a lot of people, and I tell them like, I'll consult with them, and I go, "We had it uh, yesterday." And I go, "Sam's Sam's going to be better for this." For just handling lovely ladies handling too. this this uh, this service you right. Social media marketing, social media advertising, email marketing. I said our retainers gonna be too high, but Sam, Sam's company is someone that we subcontract a lot. Uh, so I consider like preferred partner area. And so I go, you know, you're you're not a mature business yet. We're in this. I go, you're an immature business. And they don't like you in that, but that's fine. They really didn't. That's fine. But we jived really well, and I think also like certain. Personalities mesh differently. Right. I'm not. I'm not the you're greatest not a lady. two six-year-old. I know. You're, you're, I'm really I, good with them. I can schmooze. I can schmooze if I need to. If it's my mom's friends, it's fine. But it. It's one of those <laughs> things. Someone's got to be a dick to them. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, as like narcissistic as this sounds, it'll be good that I was kind of a dick and just being like, no, this is how it goes online. Not, not this way. Yeah. Someone's got to be the asshole to tell them like. Your shit isn't going to be good unless your reviews are up online. Well, your, and sh also, your shit yeah, needs to be good if you're spending money in social media advertising for a lifestyle service. And they, right. I think they got it. They got it. But well, I mean, well, I think you like definitely opened their eyes to a lot of things because a lot of the items that I was discussing with them, they were a lot more susceptible to than I would think somebody would be at that age and not knowing. Like they know that they need it. 
but they don't know the details of what goes into it and the manpower that goes into it. So therefore, they get scared by things. But I right. think that you did a good job of I letting over, them. I overwhelm people too much. Well, I think that you might have a little bit with them too. Because <laughs> they good. were saying to me, they were like, so what do you think we need? And I'm like, well, I've done things in the past like as a digital consultant and kind of like oversaw like a whole digital like strategy. But for what I'm trying to do right now, focusing more on social media, I think that these are other things that you should do, but this is a full-time job for somebody else, or at least a part-time job for somebody else. Yeah, it's not yeah. something that I can offer you, but you should be doing things with SEO. You should be doing, you know, but people, so So people don't know how to project manage people they contract, too. That's another part of this. So we have a, an But agent. that's sometimes why people like me get contracted, is right. to project manage. But there's an agency principled relationship. Right. So the, the problem with that a lot of the time is people think they go, okay, I've got a web guy. He's going to do all the IT shit. And they're like, no. That is uh, not true. <laughs> and most can't even do design and development, honestly. Like, most can't handle both sides of that. I coin. need to introduce you to my friend Henry because he has a cool company out in what Colorado. What up, Hen? Yeah. Um, I want all the good people. I want to I've know used all him them. before in the past, and he's amazing, but this is the Quality cool thing cost about delivery. him. It's all about that. This is what's interesting. He is an amazing developer, but his design eye. Right. I'm yeah. like, you could have been a graphic. He could have been an amazing graphic designer and not even touched programming. I'm going to start, I'm going to be cocky. I'm going to start calling myself a website producer. That, but you I are, mean, though. But that, because I'm not going to do hardcore programming, I'm not going to do hardcore design, but I'm going to find two, that metal find two guys that are going to do it better. Yeah. Uh, and it, that's what it is, really, because it's like, this. a lot of projects are like this. You have a functionality and you have a design value, right? Websites like this. And the best way to describe it, it's like a house. You have a, a foundation. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You got your foundation, which is your CMS, your content management system, WordPress, Squarespace, Weebly, Wix, uh, the grid, all that stuff. All right, that's your foundation. That's your slab, right? Slab. You know, you know about WordPress. You all are on WordPress. We're on Squarespace. I've talked to you about Squarespace. You need to switch. That's your content management system. You do, but you have you have your foundation of that. You've got uh, you've got the framing, right? You have the framing of a house. Yes. You have the two by fours. You have the yep. uh, load bearing posts. You have all that stuff. Did you, you learn that from like the HGTV show? No. Load bearing. I, I listen. <laughs> we can't knock down these walls. Don't lock that. Don't take that wall down. It's a it's load bearing wall. wall. <laughs> you've got you've got then you've got CSS. You've got the design value. You've got your drywall. You've got your paint. You've got your crown molding. Then you're going to come back over that with some fixtures. You want that kitchen? Uh huh. You want that Pinterest kitchen? Okay. Well, you're going to put you're going to put that you're going to put that slab down. You're going to put that cabinetry that you like that, that you had in Pinterest. Hey, did you want an island? Way. Did you want an island in the kitchen? Oh hell yeah! Did you want an island? Did you want to hang some pots and pans? Fuck yeah, you did in that no, island. Yeah, let's do that. All right, now we're going to come back over it. Now it's about the functionality. Okay, what about uh, little uh, covers on on your outlets? What about Everything's got to be matchy matchy. Make it Southern living good. So that that's how garden gun good. Yeah. Oh, I love garden gun. See, I appeal to the ladies out there. I appeal, I got two older sisters. This is how I know all the shit. So, you, it's gonna be like a zipper. Same thing with video. Same thing with film. I had no idea where the hell we were. I just moved <laughs> back. Like, I'm like, hey, you're like Whoa. He's, he's building a house. Uh, God, so websites house. like building a house, but a yeah, lot of projects. Good Southern house. A lot projects of, in general. A lot of creative yeah. projects are just the same thing. You're going to have your foundation, right? You're going to have 
your functionality design, functionality design. It's going to go like a zipper until the end, right? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of editing for y'all, honestly. Mm -hmm. you, so you have, you have the creative base. Here's the script. Here's what we're doing. Then you're going to go out and go, all right, here's the pre-production plan. Then you're going to go out there and you're going to be out in the field. You're going to do it. You're going to shoot. Then you're going to go, I'm going to do Dante Culpepper. That's, <laughs> that's what I feel like we're doing. Uh, but then you get up here and the editing process is all that, right? It, it just, and then it goes minute, 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 minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, the, for the most part, absolutely. I mean, I think you're taking, you're taking bits and pieces of what you go out there and you expect to achieve, you know, to achieve. And then you're supplementing with that, supplementing the fact that you didn't achieve that or you had to adjust for that, you know, and there's an ultimate goal for the whole thing. So, I mean, that's how I see it kind of binary way yeah. in a little bit. Right. I can no, censor I mean, that. I watched an episode of The Flash where the guy is like, of course oh. did. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, and, and, and the guy was like, not a Flash fan? Yeah, no, but that doesn't matter. Let's but, the but, but the concept was he was, he was a thief. Oh, the he was, they were breaking. He, he the does. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a thief and he was breaking into a maximum security prison. And, he, and he's like, so, you know, what do you do? He's like, I go by three rules. Rule number one, make a plan. Rule number two, expect something to go wrong. Yep. Yep. Rule number three, throw away the plan yep. and work with what you got. Yeah, that's yep. That is life. That, yes, yeah, absolutely. And that's production. That's production. I'm like, this guy must have been with Before he was a thief, he worked in video. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, how how's it going over in your your? Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we're, we have we're we're getting you know we're working on the Keith Urban stuff, so that you know requires some supervision. <laughs> it requires a lot of supervision. No, it's Friday, so it's you know some things are going in, some clients are getting ready to get their last approvals, so it's just a quick you know check in on this and that. There's paperwork and some small things, but. You know, I got a good squad over there. I was going to so say, you really have a nice team over there. Yeah, Everybody they're, they're, seems they're, they're, like they're very Yeah, it's, it's just pop in, see where everyone's figure, at with everything, yeah. approve this, look at that. They're, they're doing their jobs. Um, so, but, you know, we just worked together on this Keith Urban thing. And it just looks earlier. so gorgeous. I, don't I can't wanna, wait I don't to wanna, see I don't wanna, it. Uh, you know, I don't want to brag but they make me we, look we good. call it sexy they make me <laughs> look that good. was it was sexy it yeah. came together it came it was, it's so hot. i mean the client just saw some snapshots and uh guys if you're watching and you're and you want to have some guitar lessons tune into hsn on july 8th Ooh. and you can get yourself a guitar um july 8th guitar huh yeah well, we buy me Keith Urban guitar. Keith Urban guitar. We buy me Keith Urban guitar. No. Why? <laughs> I'm retarded, Keith Urban. That's what it looks like a lot of the time. But the idea is that um, you know we, we keep the thing is that we keep trying to it, it, with everything that we do. We always, especially when you're working with a brand, you do something with a brand one year, and it is good. But then <laughs> the next year that. comes around, and you're you like, just turn into a breaking bad. Yeah, like, it is good. And then next year you have to you have to do something and you have to one up yourself. You don't have to one up anybody else, but as a creative, you technically tend to one up yourself. You're right. like, how do I make this a little better? How do I make this a little different? And we've been rather. I think we need to not well, go one up. We've been, we've been we've been going ten ups. Right. Hey. Well, <laughs> we've been going ten ups. We came out the gate last year. <laughs> yeah. Firing hot. Yeah, literally. Um, I got footage. I had sparks. I got footage of this the guy place. with a metal piece of it. Yeah, I remember. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous. So you know, and, and then we completely different feel, but still beautiful. And then we, yeah. and, you know, and we keep escalating that. And you still we have, have to still be creative. Horses. Yeah, we have live horses. Live horses. So we had, and I'm nervous. I'm scared horses. of horses. Well, so I used to be super scared, scared of horses. Now. Used to have a horse. You tell have a horse? Me, tell me about your your I had two horses. horses. Ooh, I, did? I did. I did. I had two horses back in the day. We should go horseback yeah. riding. 
haven't been so, in like such a bad experience with horses. I got too. kicked right in the forehead by a horse. Oh, that hasn't happened to I me. Did. I've been bucked I off with horse like too. a yeah. lot, but yeah, yeah. no. This thing reared up and hit me right, right in the top of the head, right here. Whoa. Yep. Oh, that. So I see a little bruise-ish area. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, he's not he had the live horses. Yeah. He was a traumatizing yes, yes, experience. Yes. Well, we both had. Did some... you get knocked out? No, <laughs> no. I took, hey, like a, yeah, I took it like a gangster, man. Yeah. What? Backed up, okay. yeah, but I like, backed up, blood coming down my face. It was you actually. Like, Where's the horse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old? Uh, sixteen. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Testosterone. Me and Conrad were skipping school, and we had a bunch of people out there, and. There's a bunch. It's actually the cheerleading. Every time we talk about our nice. early years, they were sound, we sound like, like they were all watching. They were all watching, and I was pretty proud of myself. And I was like, even a horse can't knock me down. And then he's 16 years old. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, ah. Yeah. Well, he was suffering brain trauma. So much yeah. blood. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. No, and that's, I, right. I, that's fucking hardcore. Man. I had some bad experiences with horses earlier on. I, mean, I was a kid. My first one, I was too. I was way young. So my first experience with a horse was. They clearly had a sign that says, you know, do not touch the colt. You're a kid. You see a the big, colt. The colt. The colt. You know, you know, you know. You, you see the, a colt. Like no, a, no, no, not, yeah, not yeah, colt. Not touch a colt. I wouldn't touch an. I wouldn't touch an a colt either. But <laughs> you see the mama horse and you see the baby horse and as a kid you think pony. Mm-hmm. So you start to go up to the pony. Don't go mama's, up to the pony. Mama's, mama's gonna not good about bite that. You. Mama, mama reared and kicked and knocked the fence down and like, I, of course, me, little me, is like darting away so it just so happened that every time I came came around a horse since then um <laughs> I've just been yes, there's been a couple ears. other teams they've been, okay. they've, they've, they've bought they've done all kinds of stuff you know <laughs> yeah it was a <laughs> rough day for David. there they, was, was a rough several, day for several instances I was like I'm now here mind for you, you get this I'm here for you I've been on top of an alligator I've been on top of an elephant why have you been on top of an alligator because they go to Florida come on it's they got alligator forms you haven't been on top of an alligator I I've I sat on an alligator. I've held an I'm alligator. Risk averse. Had had pythons around my <laughs> neck. You've had pythons you know? around your neck. Yeah, like you know, like rode an elephant. Like you know, I've done, yeah, like just yeah. Rockwallers coming up to me. I don't, I don't care about any animal on this earth. But a horse but a really horse. strikes horse the heart. Horse just makes me nervous because they're because they're like dogs and like dogs they're they like go squirrel. Dogs. You know what I mean? But when a horse goes squirrel, that head hits you on the side of your head, which has happened to me before. Where where the horse is like. What? And you're like, I'm like oh, putting, I'm putting like tackle on, buddy. and then they like turn, and you're <laughs> oh, just like, man, yeah, yeah. you're just like, what the hell just hit me? And he was just turning his head because something bit him on the side. You know, a little fly bit him, a little itty bitty fly bit by the no, horse, horse head butts you. It's usually like a like a horse Whatever. fly. Whatever. Point is, the the horse didn't like the fly <laughs> and head butts yep. me. So I'm nervous a little bit around these horses because they're like big dogs, which means that they can be clumsy. My dog, I used to have a big dog, and she used to think that she was a little puppy. She would climb on you like, God, you're so awkward. These horses kind of do the same thing. Now, this horse in particular, Troy, was super nice. Yes, yes, Troy. Yes, Troy. Yes. His name's Troy. And his uh, mom is Baby Doll, right? Baby Doll, yep. Yes. Oh, I know this. this sounds like a great yeah. you know Troy, baby doll. Yeah, Troy, baby doll. So, that's how it started. <laughs> so, here we are, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, we're scouting the location, and Troy is the curious one, and baby doll, the mom, is going to follow him wherever he goes. So, he comes up, and he's like, what, what's this? What, what is, Uh-oh, what is this? What is this? I'm, I, hey, I'm out here in the country. No, no one out here has dreads. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so he's, he's like this, and I'm like, don't move. But then here comes Mama on the other side. Now I feel like the, like the scene from Jurassic Park where the two raptors are like oh, there, God. and Mama's coming in from this no. side. And I'm like, just don't move. 
Conrad, on the other hand, can't get his phone out fast enough. Oh, He's no, dying, like, trying to get the recording. He's like, oh, even this is so funny. And I'm just like, don't move. Just stay still. But I'm thinking at any point in time, if Troy decides that, hey, mom, come check this out, and takes this and goes and running goes with, with it, here, I'm just out. getting dragged through yeah. dirt and shit and everything. I'm just going to get pulled <laughs> along the way. This is what's going through my head at this you time. really strong hair. I do. I do have actually very, very strong hair. Okay. But that means that my head is going with it. So I better start running along with Troy if he takes off with my hair. So, yes, I was a little nervous. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. But Troy was actually really, really cool. Uh, I pet him. That all him. went through his head in like three seconds. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. And yeah. after that, you know, I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? I could dig Troy. I could dig his mom, baby doll. I could hang with him. <laughs> uh, those two watches, I'm They cool didn't with. make me do yeah. that. They yeah. didn't make me go through all that. So they're so, cool. Yeah, they're cool. So, long story short, like, uh, the, the horse was nice to you. You fed it? Did you feed oh, it? Dude, I, 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 kept, I, kept, I kept biscuits on me, like, all the time, just in case, like, hey, I'm the guy with the biscuit, remember me? Hey, hey, what's up? Look bribery. Look yes, bribery. Man, I, don't I don't fuck with animals like that. We like, almost went through a whole jar of biscuits. <laughs> like, more biscuits. First of all, my thing with horses is, like, every chick, th sorry, uh, every, but every chick thinks, like, horses are majestic. <laughs> I love she's like, what chick? <laughs> huh? What did you say? It's the defense of all women oh, everywhere. She's ready. She's every ready. chick thinks, like, horses are majestic, and I was just like, they just smell like shit all the time. Like, they're not, like, like majestic, but they're, like, a unique creature like i wouldn't say that they're majestic why, but why are, damn why, unicorn. Why, why is there a proclivity for women to love horses because there's like okay it is in, in i'm sure this happens to guys too though but like think about like those romantic novels when you're little walking around the bookstore now this probably doesn't happen right, for like people who are kids now but like exactly <laughs> i know but like you walk around the bookstore you like mosey off to a section where you know you're not supposed to be and you look at those covers and you're like ooh the guy with the flowing hair the woman with the nipple oh, out and there's I a horse like <laughs> well even even the old spice commercials had the guy on the horse look at me yes. horse. You know like, I mean? okay like, so the point being it's the media that makes it majestic and woman targeted items okay that the majesticness uh, comes from with horses. Horse, okay. horse tampons horse i mean Tampons that have a horse mascot. Probably. No, yeah. no it had to be a unicorn in that case. Yeah. Oh, bam. With a tampon coming out of the top. Now we're talking. Now Boom. we're talking. Done. Majestic. See how this creative Easy fits. stuff works, guys? Uh, this is what a real brainstorming creative session really looks like. You just witness that. I, I need to bend my would you, would, you, would, that, would that make it more majestic? What? If it was... Because think about the spiral... Of the of the tampon, right? Because it's like there's spiral. nothing majestic about you know, having a period it's, 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 or a tampon. But, but it's coming out of a horse. Yeah. So yeah. since it's coming out of a horse, you know what I mean? And it, he's like, he's just like. No, that's a big. No. no. If it had that look, maybe the look sells it a little bit. You know, you, know, you, you got to have the one foot up, the one foot down, like. No. You know. Horse. No. No. That's a show Because then, like, if you really think about it, it's like. So the tampon's up there, so how do I get it in me? Oh, I have to sit on the fucking horse's face. No, you just gotta lean back. <laughs> well, well, yes, you could do that. Well, I'm, 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 I'm that thinking, happened. I'm, I'm it breaks I'm thinking they, they, just, yes. they just lower their head and just this go why, in. This is really why I wanted this podcast to go really long. Because yeah. <laughs> you get into hour two or three and it gets really weird. <laughs> That's my zone. That's I hope zone. my mom's not watching because she doesn't have Facebook. So. Almost. Oh, no, don't worry. Don't, don't, don't worry. This will be out. I'll put this on YouTube and I'll put this on Everywhere. I'm your really mom. excited about Everybody this. Hashtag your hey, mom's Dad. name. Dad. <laughs>
I want to I want to try to make it to three hours. Let's see if we can do it. Uh, we only we only we need to totally go. Can. Oh, we only need to go another twenty minutes or so. Uh, that's what else, easy. What else is on y'all's mind? What's going on other than unicorn, unicorn tampons? Um, unicorn. unicorn tampons is actually at the top of my mind. The funny that's, thing is I'm getting it. married on November 11th. <gasps> what? Unipacks. Yeah. And she just put on Facebook that she wants a unicorn, so maybe that's what brought the unicorn thing up. I'm not yeah. sure. Does she understand unicorns don't exist? Dude, do you know the theme of this wedding? What? What is the theme of We're having wedding? an enchanted forest wedding. What? Am I yeah. invited? Yeah, of I'm surprised you haven't thought about group already. Whoa! 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 Yeah. I think I, I'm bleeding from the ears. Hey. Enchanted Forest. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we actually have, you know, we're going to have some really fun stuff. I mean, uh, her family is excited. Um, we're both, we were talking about Comic Con earlier, we're both cosplayers. Um, Are you going to turn that off? It's going to be so fantastic. Oh, it's going to be so big. Let's talk about what cosplay is, because a lot of people don't know. Cosplay is basically it's not dress up. Play. Cosplay is basically dress up. Like they used to be nerdy, and you couldn't do it in the past. Like, what do you mean you're dressed up as an animated character? You're such a fucking dork. Now it's like, oh, what character are you dressing up as? And can I top it, or can I be? There's now costumes, and there's contests, and now there's actual stores that dedicate to their fabrics. And Joanne's has a whole section for cosplay costumes. Really? Oh yeah, Joanne's. My Joanne's girl? fabric. No. Your girl. Yeah, your other girl. Uh, yeah. No, I love Joanne's fabric. <laughs> yeah. What? Going to Joanne's. There's a I'm, I'm a Michael's, I'm a Michael's guy. By the way. On oh. Sunday. Yes. You want to find Paul? Yeah. He's Joanne's like, Joanne. fabric. Not yes. in the cosplay section. Yeah. Where else are you gonna get felt, guys? That's true. Uh, but no, yeah, so now it's this huge thing now where everyone just dresses up as characters from movies, comic books, animes, games, they just, and they've gotten really good. I'm talking about some of these guys, you would think they're professional costume designers, so much so that Stan Winston, uh, which is a, a creature effects uh, uh, facility that did things like, you know, Jurassic Park and things of that nature, they actually have lessons online that you could sign up for, stanwinstonstudios.com. You can sign up for lessons. They'll show you how to do latex masks, molds, and stuff like that. They have real costume stuff. That's crazy. But people are taking these lessons and applying it to their cosplays. I could show you people that are making... How not to get laid. That's not oh, true. No, oh, no, that's not true. That's oh, not hold true. On, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, that's, that's coming. Wait, 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 real, real, real story. You real don't story. understand. Everybody got offended. Five yeah. years ago, that was comedy that's, gold. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, cosplay is totally different times. Let me tell you something I right now. I haven't I'm done it. A person, a, person, a person who I will not mention, but he'll know that I'm talking about him if he gets this far into the cast. Um, dressed up as the Joker. Ta- we can timestamp him. Yeah. Timestamp. <laughs> dressed up as the Joker to a Comic Con. Which Joker are we talking about? The, the, the latest one, Jared Leto, before the movie came out. Oh, so so okay. before people hated yeah. on it. My he, head went Heath Ledger, so. Yeah, well, no. He, he, he pulled off, he pulled off the Jared Leto. Yeah, he went, that's, did he have the ha ha ha? He did it all. He did it all. He had it all. And it was before the film came out, so people still probably were kind of like, hey, this is going to be a hot thing. Mind you. I don't need an emo joker. Hey, <laughs> according to, <laughs> according to, according to good sources, he got not once, but twice at the Comic Con at the same time. Because they were like, speaking, yo, hot oh. nerd joker? Yes. They were like, yes, and yes, sign me up. Set the record. Yeah. So the record forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Maybe no one else at the cosplay place got. No, I'm not one. But he set the record for the whole place. Point being is that, uh, dude, there's nothing but hard nerds. And it's awesome. A couple hard that it was. <laughs> it's awesome that it was like actually keeping track of that. <laughs> like, hey, this Joker 
on 2016 Comic-Con. <laughs> Not once, but twice. We have a spreadsheet <laughs> to show the statistic growth yes. of nerdisms yes. and yes. orgasms. There's a ratio. There's a ratio. <laughs> Tom's face is on the wall next to his, his, cos, his cosplay. is like, my hero. You think that Chris Evans gets more laid after, I mean, yes, he's married, but if, if, you, if he was single, before Captain America or after Captain America? After. What, what did he Absolutely. use before that? Not another team. Definitely movie. after. Oh, he, did, he did plenty of movies what? before it. What? He did a bunch of them. He even did films with Scarlett Johansson before. No. Yes. Yeah. Ghost World doesn't count. <laughs> I don't know what the hell the films were, but he did them. <laughs> okay. And he, he was a good looking dude then. Yeah. But after it Captain America, it definitely raised his stock. It raised his stock. That, yeah, that's, for sure. So, for sure. that's your man crush. We get it. So, no. Now take someone, every take someone yep. and put Imagine him in a Captain in Captain America. Look, right. every dude's got a man crush Hall of Fame. Chris Evans is too. Clearly the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, right? Um, but the point being is that this, the, the, the Man cosplay... Man, who would you go gay for? Chris Evans, right? Uh, see, I'm not really into the blue-eyed dudes. Okay. What? I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go blue-eyed dudes, So wait, who's in your main crush hall fame? Give me uh, top three. shit. I'd have to think about that for a second. Mike, you're on deck, man, because you're going to have to answer this too. Start thinking, start thinking, yeah. start thinking, start thinking. I think I... I shit. Um, it doesn't have to be actors. You have really long eyelashes. I did. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> um, what, what I, don't, I don't know. Shit. I, I haven't thought about it. Um, Come on. Are they long? Or Jason Momoa, I would say. Who's that? He's the guy who's playing Aquaman, who played Cal Drago in uh, Game of Thrones. He's a good looking dude. He's strong. He's big. He's like, yeah. Powerful. I'd be, yeah. I'd be, like, I'd be like, yeah, he man, you know. Yeah. yeah. He actually, I actually took a picture with him and he makes me look small. Really? He makes mm. me look tiny. Because usually like the actors are really four. tiny. No, he. he all the people that they get for DC are big dudes. Like Superman is like six big foot dude. three, big yeah. dude. Yeah. Like you know, what I mean, like Affleck's probably like six two, something. Yeah, like that. six two. But they're okay. all they're all like big dudes. So girthy, yeah. Uh, yeah, very. They, they got the girthiest Girth. crew of them all. And a white <laughs> dick too. What? What? Yeah. Huh? What? Um, <laughs> so, so wait. All right. So uh, Aquaman is your number one in Man Crush. Uh, it's just the one I could think of. Like, Let, let's let's go. Go. <laughs> like the fact that I'm sitting here contemplating this is kind of awkward. It is. I'm trying to think. Like, I know. That, I know that I'm. Got. I know. That's why I'm next. But I'm like really thinking like. Like, like, I'm like, I'm running through. <laughs> like, John, how, how Hector Velez. Oh. oh. Wait, wait, no wait, wait, bring it back. There yes. you go. Oh. Your business partner. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, a little Hector actor. Mr. Garbanzo himself. Mr. So, what about uh, John Hamm? He's a good looking man. <laughs> yeah. Don Draper, not your type. Don Draper? He's in my top three. I, I, I think he's charming. He's charming. He's charming. He's he's charming, charming what, did, what did Don Draper do? Yeah. I, I, he's a I got charming man. John uh, Mad, Mad Man. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's charming looking. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, personally, personally, I think if I was going to be a chick, okay, let me flip this because it makes it easier if I'm a chick, oh, okay? okay? <laughs> if I was going to be a chick, I think oh, I would... See, then you got to put that. This, that is how you should lead. Yeah, if you were a girl. If I was a girl, I think I would go for the bad boys and I would probably be like a Tom Hardy kind of kind of gal. You do like the bad boys. Yeah, I would be, because that's the gentleman with Tom Hardy. I would go for the more bad boys. I feel like really ready. You know, now, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I'd have to think Tom about Party's like, a good choice. Like, Tom I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd see the Chris Evans thing would be like, yeah, pretty boy, good looking, Captain of the football Captain team. America. And I'm like, like, I'm like, you know, it's like, like red, white, and blue. Vanilla. Yeah, yeah, red, white, and blue. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'd, want, I'd want someone probably more on the darker side, a little gruffer if I was, shit, they'd have to probably look like me. Oh, my. <laughs> you know, in a sense of like, a handsome, taller, more, 
Yeah, yeah. A, a handsome, taller, more we'll muscular version of me, probably. But yeah, you know, that's that's how I would have to look at it. I couldn't right. approach it from a dude's perspective. I'm like, I don't know. How are you gonna approach it? However you gonna approach it? Whatever you gonna do to get your head in that space? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get my head in that space. Man Crush Hall of Fame. So who you got? Who you got? You have to do a lady one, by the way. Wait, a so, lady version? Who, who, yeah. Who's in your lady lady crush? Like, does it have to be a superhero lady? No, no, no. no, no. no. It's just, I just, that's, I mean, that's just what I came to my for, to the Like, Wonder Woman, brain. I feel like for a lot of ladies, I feel like a lot of ladies would be they like, could, they yeah, could I can get down one. with that. They can, yeah, yeah, they can, guys or not, yeah, sure, why not? I, I projected that see, also see, a lot of the thing is, the thing is that you kind of have a little gal going for you. You got the dark hair, blue eyes, so you're like, I see that in the mirror. What? You might want to go with something else. Hey, hey, it's, 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 it's a little combo. There you go, bye. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> that was a dad move. Yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a compliment. Yeah. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. I got, I got accused that. of being the 80s dad so many times. <laughs> She's like, I'm cold. Go run around the block. You'll be fine. He'll appreciate the AC. Right. Mike, would your man crush all fame Tebow? What are we talking? Because you look like Sean Tebow. Connery. Sean Connery. Oh, oh you go older. Distinguished oh, gentleman. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sean Connery. Okay. Yeah. But you would deal with his wrinkled balls? No one complains. No one co- no, no. no There's one no objection. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone's down with Don't that. Don't make me think that far into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, just think like, you rub his beard. Hey, but I just remember watching The Rock and thinking like, this dude's really cool. This dude's cool. Ro- uh, yeah. Hey, when he rolled under that fire. And I've got a rock You know what I mean? That moment. <laughs> Why am I watching Somebody straight up Snapchatted me back and was like, what's your career? career? Yeah. <laughs> Making night moves. I think you gotta uh, go. I think you gotta go. Uh, John Hamm's gotta be in there. Bo Jackson, of course. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you 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 would go. You would go gay then back straight. <laughs> Bo knows. Bo knows everything. Uh, and I think you gotta go. Um, let's see. Tough. I mean, Val Kilmer might be in there, but Val we, we got to see weight, weight issues. He's been up to three hundred at some point. Oh. So stretch marks. Oh. Yeah, and I don't always have to go actor, celebrity, or, or, or athlete. You, you can go, uh, you know, titans of industry or Business politician. If I was gonna marry somebody, I could probably marry Neil deGrasse and have like awesome conversations. That with him that would be interesting, right? I think, yeah, I think that's a. I could it's do that. More of like a. It's a more yeah. It's not a sexual thing. That would be, that would, it's an intellectual it's thing. Yeah, 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 an intellectual yeah. thing. The yeah. pillow talk would be like, so how many? So we didn't really touch because he said this in the same. We didn't really touch our atoms. Have apparently a barrier around them, an electronical barrier around them. So we didn't ever actually physically. Which, by touch. the way, did you see that? That's a good music video, little Dicky. Yes. You did watch it little with the little with the little brain. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, I did not. Oh, oh, see my that. He made me watch. Yes. I was like, "What is happening? How awesome is that music video?" Um, it's like amazing. Yeah. It's like actually, you know what? Mind. You never texted to me because we went straight I to Wing House. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so, I didn't quite get that text. Well, yeah, right. so send that to me. <laughs> Seven minutes left. Anything? Sam else? still got to go. Sam, ladies. Marilyn Monroe. What do you mean that's weak? I kissed her grave. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there her. is a reason behind yes. that law. I want to hear about it now. It's story. Well, I mean, I just love Marilyn Monroe. I think that she's amazing. You know, there's a boat in the uh, harbor right here over in Channel Side. That's the Marilyn the Mar- Mar- Monroe's. Right oh, there. really? Yeah. The mask is cool. black you, on the bottom and white on the bottom. Would, would you sub Marilyn for Scarlet right now? No. Really? They got the same body type? I know they do, but I. Uh, same, similar look? Huh? Gotta do somebody right now and be like Mila Kunis. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or we're getting places yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now we're talking. Now I feel like shark jock rock the radio DJ. <laughs> like, all right, let's bring the strippers. Come on in. Uh, 
All right, uh, let's do this. Uh, six minutes left. Let's do uh, advice to give to the youngins, the sweat equity advice, what y'all did. Go ahead. Uh, one of the first things I did was I will definitely tell anybody, uh, put yourself out there a little bit, reach out to the people that are in the industry and try to see how you can get to know them socially on the, on the internet. Now that's convenient, you got that now. Um, there are events, there are a lot of things that you can look up online to get involved with just to get yourself seen. Um, but more importantly, once you do show up, be as productive and as helpful as you can be. Do not step in people's way, but definitely be a presence, but don't be a nuisance. That's what I would definitely say. And from That's there, good. you can build your reputation. That's good. One word. Listen. Mm. What? Listen. Huh? Listen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, but I, I, I listen. I listen in a different way. Yeah. Do you ever get that? Those kind listen, of yeah, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it just—it literally means take a step back. You don't have to answer every single little comment with another comment of yourself. Just take a step back and just watch and listen. I mean, in 99% of the time, you're going to learn some valuable information and some, you're, going to, you're going to gain some valuable experience that you can apply to your next, you know, your next project or whatever the case may be. And you don't have to talk all the time or you don't have to tell people that you know what to do. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just sit back and listen. Yeah. I like that. It's mad again. Social she was, she was listening. I was listening. <laughs> Let's get you up to the, the mic there. Um, I would say... I'd reiterate what these two just said, you know, get yourself out there, make sure that you're making a difference in a presence, but also be creative. Like, don't be afraid for people to say no to you, because if you never ask, then you're never going to know. And um, more likely than not, people will be surprised that you're even inquiring about something. So they'll say yes, even if you're a little bit scared. Uh, be consistent in whatever you do. Be honest in whatever you do. And make sure, most importantly, that you're enjoying what you do. Yeah, um, that sounds too self-esteemy for me. That sounds too good. Like, you gotta like yourself. Uh, Which is I go the other way. I have issues with that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's fine. I know, but I have issues with that. You're the other way though. Like, it, that's good. That's good self-love stuff. I think that's good for you. I think a lot of kids, a lot of people younger than us. Can't call me kid. No, no, no. A lot of people, let's say twenty-five or younger. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> where their brains haven't fully developed technically is what what I'm understanding. Is I think like you have too much. Are they still developing at twenty five? Yeah, is that the yeah, thing? yeah. Love all that stuff, and so and not, not everything's set until about your mid twenties. I've burned so many cells between twenty one sure. and twenty five, so we I don't think have. I've never fully developed. <laughs> we all okay. have, but I'm saying like uh, all those all those things are good. I'd say having low self esteem will push you harder. I'd say that that's a thing of like you're not that good, you're not that smart, you, you're not an expert yet, you're not. A professional that's what that drives me especially because I go I'm not that well yeah that's fine that's good that's a good that don't low self-esteem seems like a bad thing but it's actually a good thing it makes you go it makes you humble it makes you go I'm not the expert yet even when you're around other experts like Kevin Smith where you're not like you're not going yeah yeah, yeah. And, and to your degree to your point uh, the listening part you're not going yeah, yeah yeah when I did this film over here we did this and we did this you're just going yeah Yes, sir. No, sir. Whatever. You know, moving on. What do we got to get done? What do we got to do? I got to be a defensive coordinator. We got to get out there, think three steps ahead, all those things. So I always think low self-esteem is a good thing. It's not a pejorative. It's, it's, it's a thing that will drive you harder. Uh, I think I've got it. I think it makes, it makes you a better creative overall, too. So that's how we're going to end this podcast. Woo! 
Everybody out, go out there. Everybody go out there and get low self-esteem. Yeah, or just don't think you're that good. Or look, do you and enjoy it? Or uh, know what you don't know. That's the other part. Know what you do. That's the part I was trying to get to. Is know what you don't know. You know. Three hours later, you got to it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, how we're we do there. it. That's, it. <laughs> That's what you call filibuster. So, <laughs> all right. Thank Marathon. you all for listening. We out. <laughs>